1: Happy
2: Wednesday, Second Print Nation! And before we get into today's episode, I want to make sure that you guys know about a very special offer we have going on right now for new patrons of the Second Print Pod Comics Podcast over at Patreon.com/slash Second Print Pod. New patrons who join at the annual level at an annual subscription at any level, I should say, we've extended this offer that you will get two free months if you join before the end of February and. If we get two annual subscribers by the end of this month, Remzo will do a very special bonus show detailing his bachelor party in Las Vegas, especially for SBC patrons. So we want to hear this show. I want to hear this show. We want to get patrons. Also, any new patrons will get free graphic novels sent to them also at any level if you join at the annual level. There is just no better time to become an SBC patron. So head over to patreon.com slash Pod, where we give you all sorts of bonus audio goodness, Boba Fett recaps, Peacemaker recaps, What Mark Missed, Remzo Rants. We've got so much content over there. Just check it out at patreon.com slash Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, you are
0: now entering the second
3: Print comics podcast, starring
2: and Time is on my side. Yes, it is. Boom, boom, boom. Time is on my side. Unless you are in the middle of a multiversal time, time something, <laughs> time crossing war just like many of our friends in the comic book world often go through. And we're going to look at another one of those instances today as we look at zero hour crisis in time. But of course, to do that, I need my partner in comic book crime, a time traveler of his own right, Mr. Remzo W. Martinez. Remzo, what is happening?
3: Mark, as the great 11th Doctor, Matt Smith, used to say on uh, the once great series Doctor Who, let's get in some timey whiny nonsense.
2: Okay, that sounds really lame. And I've always thought Doctor Who was lame, and you probably will hate me for that. But...
3: I'm we'll judging you immensely.
2: We'll, we'll just move on. Doctor Who's very, kind. Con- I've never met anyone that was meh on Doctor Who. Everyone either like, I can't stand it. I've tried it a number of times and every time I'm just like, I can't stand this. And then, or you're a hardcore fanatic. There's no, I've never met anyone in between.
3: Doctor Who is why I didn't get laid in high school,
2: but it <laughs> okay. was worth it because I know so a whole
3: a- bunch of Doctor Who trivia that will make me sound cool at Doctor Who conventions.
2: So what's my excuse, Ramso? <laughs> my excuse is is a uh, time crisis, such as this one right here. I was suffering a time crisis at all times in high school. You might say,
3: is that um, what you're so calling that, puberty? Okay, that's what
2: we're calling Yeah, Well, what what is not if what is not a time crisis if not puberty? That's the question. But very uh, true. Today, today we're going to be looking at a very specific crisis. It is called zero hour crisis in time, and uh, this one is going to be brought to us by our friends at DC Comics and our friends. Dan Juergens and Jerry Ordway, who have brought us such great stories as most recently for us at SBC, uh, the death of Superman, as well as the follow up funeral for a friend. They were kind of like two of the big um, minds behind that, I guess you could say, or at least Dan Juergens was Jerry did the art. Um, But yeah, this event that we're going to look at today, this was published in, I believe, I want to say 1994. Who does research before shows? Not this guy, but I believe it's 94. Yeah, and this was meant to basically clean up, <laughs> which is funny because this doesn't feel very clean at the end, but we'll get there. Uh, it's meant to clean up some of the holes that were caused and some of the confusions that were caused by Crisis on Infinite Earths. Now, listeners of this show know that we Remzo and I did a huge multi-episode, multiversal deep dive on Crisis on Infinite Earths. Earths. That is hard to say. Crisis on Infinite Earths last December, just two months ago, so you can go back and listen Listen to those. If you didn't, if, you, if you're new to this show and you have not heard those episodes, I highly recommend pausing right now and going back and find and listening to those three because not only I, I think are they some of our best work to be frank uh, and, and the downloads uh, seem to uh, to agree with us on that one, but uh, it is also does lay the groundwork for this story and, and that's why we did Crisis on Infinite Earths before diving into any of the other uh, DC crisis events because they really do all play into each other. Um, so before we dive in today Remzo, what is your history with this? Have you read zero hour prior to preparing for this show?
3: Yes, I remember going to Laughing Ogre Comics in um, Fairfax Station, Virginia. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was Laughing Ogre, it was it was that, and that became Phoenix Comics. Um and uh that that was where I, I remember grabbing like most all my favorite books. That was my first real hometown comic book store. Because when I moved to Virginia, that was one of the first things I cared about. I was like, I don't care about where I'm going to school. Tell me where the comic book store is. But I remember picking up like um it was zero hour. Batman and Detective Comics issue one, Flash. Uh, I don't think they did Superman, but they did something else. I mean, I, I remember coming across all these issue ones and it was um, it, it was good because I knew that they were reestablishing some post-crisis continuity and that something had happened. But it would not be until about five years later that I would read the actual zero hour event. And, uh, you know, I I like these, but I think we should start doing a tally of each time we do a, an episode. That deals with uh, massive continuity changes from the crisis mm. on Infinite Earths to, you know, Avi Arad change. I'm sorry, not Avi Arad, um, uh, Warren Ellis changing Iron Man from being a victim of the, uh, you know, Vietnam War to being one of the Iraq War, stuff like that. I mean, it, it's moments like these where it's like, sometimes a continuity change is a good thing. Sometimes it's not. And I think it's different than, you know, like a whole new universe change, like the ultimate books. I would not count that as that that's its own separate right. thing. But, um, you know, this is, uh, this is another good example of that. And I don't think it gets that much love these days, Mark. I mean, nobody hates it, but it's certainly not on like, you know, a, a death metal level or anything like that. No,
2: it really never gets mentioned, even in, you know, in a list of all the major crisis events, it kind of gets shuffled to the side. I mean, even you can even look at some timelines that you find online, and it'll say crisis on infinite earths. And the next event will be infinite crisis, which is a story I love. And I can't wait to get to that one. But this one just seems to get glossed over for some reason, and well, well, we'll I guess by the end of this episode we'll we'll know if there's a good reason for that or or if it's an overlooked story. So that that's that will be the purpose of today's show. So why don't we dive right in? Actually, before we dive right in, um, you know we were reading through at least I was through the uh, this trade paperback on Hoopla, which includes a little like prologue that sucks, and I w- I would say it doesn't matter. It does matter, I guess, because it does actually introduce who is at least seems to be the main villain of this story. Who is Extant? Now, I'm going to try to give you the history of of how we got to Extant right now. So there was a villain, there not a villain yet. There was a hero called Hawk, Hawk and Dove. Uh, what did I imagine this? Did Dove die in Crisis?
3: Dove died from one of the Shadow People. Right, she did. Yeah,
2: okay. So I believe he, that it, is, it's not that, it's
3: not Don Granger yet. So it was when Dove when Dove had a penis and was Hawk's brother.
2: Wait, what? Dove had a penis? Oh, you mean he was actually no? But in the crisis, ho- you said hog and dove you said were...
3: you said she. Well, she she comes in later, but it was the male dove that died. It was it this? was his brother. Yeah, it okay. was the dude. It was the dude dove that no one cared. So then they brought in Don Granger, who's the hot female dove.
2: Interesting. Okay.
3: Well, after Crisis, sometime after Crisis, boring hog- Dove with the dick is dead. Hot female <laughs> dove is is current.
2: Gotcha. Alright. So what happened is uh Hawk went bad, basically. Uh he became he was first a superhero and then he became monarch. He became a villain called Monarch. Um so in this story we meet two of the linear linear men, Wave Rider and Hunter is the other one. What a fucking lame o. He he basically looks like the lamest version of cable you've ever seen in your life. uh I gotta say, uh, since we're not gonna grade this part of the story, I would say not a fan of Frank Frank Fosco's pencils here on, on this. Uh, this. It's basically called Some Zero Part 1 and 2, and it first ran in showcase number 78 and 79 that were kind of the, just introducing this villain. That's uh, a throwback. It is yes, the showcase books indeed. Uh, but we meet the linear men, and they are confronting this um, this villain Hawk, who is actually now called Monarch. And within this confrontation, basically, uh, he stops being Monarch and says, "I am now called Extant because he acquired new time related powers." It's not exactly clear how he did that. Uh, oh, you know, that's right. I forgot one cl- crucial part of the story. He said, "So this is a, this must be a continuity change because in this he said Hank." Hawk Hall, like saw a future version of himself kill dove and it was a, a little boy dove as you as you as you mentioned there so this was not the same dove that died in crisis i guess or maybe dove came back and they and then died again
3: whatever but at some point All, Hank Hall, none of none of this matters because rob liefeld is going to change it like a year later
2: yeah well i think the story is going to change it too but yeah um um did rob liefeld do a hawk and dove story
3: he did a hawk and dove limited series which basically yeah. is the grounded continuity for them
2: Hmm. is that good
3: besides the art that i know you love if you like holding your comic sideways to see all oh the no. panel art one of those it's one of those and he does that for like eight pages Rob Liefeld
2: loved that shit and i hated it i mean i loved his art but i hated this the concept of having to turn your book really it used to anger me so much so we'll just maybe i'll leave that one alone
3: it's like a teenager discovering sex for the first time he just kind of went overboard of certain parts and it's like okay yeah. man we get it you're good you're good <laughs>
2: That is a good way to describe Rob Liefeld's Leif- Rob uh, early and maybe even current art, but love him. We love you, Rob, since, since we know you're listening. But basically, Hawk saw a future version of himself kill Dove. And so he then it tore him up so much to see a future version of himself kill Dove kill dove that he killed that future version of himself (laughs) and became this villain monarch um but like but he would that was only like he was kind of a lame villain and then something happened we don't really know why but this hawk this monarch hawk became monarch and then monarch became extant so basically the whole point of this story is to let us know that hawk that monarch (laughs) is now called extant formerly hawk anyway that was actually more interesting than it sounded. It wasn't it was like really is really boring story of just wave rider and Hunter confronting confronting Monarch and watching him become extant. But extant is basically the villain that we'll see in the story. So I guess it matters in that regard. But uh, boy, it sure doesn't feel like it matters.
3: <laughs> The first time I was ever introduced to Wave Rider was because when they were doing the Justice League Unlimited series and they were putting out the action figures, I got one and he looked really cool. And then I went back and watched all two seasons of Justice League Unlimited, and he shows up for one scene in the pilot episode. And I'm like, "Well, that's a letdown."
2: I'm surprised he was there at all. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember much of Wa- Wave Rider. I think this might. This story might have been like his real time. His this real, is basically you know, time it. Yeah, this is his whole thing. So Zero Hour Crisis in Time. Now, they were trying to do a little funky numbering thing here. So because it's like a countdown theme and a time theme, they decided to be fancy and start these issues so that the first issue is issue four. Is that more confusing? How confusing must that be if you go to the store and you're looking for, like, maybe you're just looking for this book you heard about, Zero Hour, and you see issue four and you're like, oh shit, I guess I missed the first three issues? I don't know. Like, they were just really trying to be too snazzy here with the numbering. But nonetheless, this is issue four we're going to look at first, also known as issue one for normal people. But for DC in this period, this was issue number four, and it goes from issue four to issue zero. So it's a five issue miniseries that goes from issue four to issue zero anyway not Whew. digging it mark
3: not, not digging it
2: i'm already we're off to a bad start because I, mean, I agree i'm already not digging this conceptually whatsoever but anyway we'll move into the story itself because dan jurgens has uh, has provided some entertainment for us already on this program so we are we are now in the earth's distant future 32 hours ago the end of time hours ago end of time it's a countdown it's a time story just move past it all right and uh we see this guy Screaming, no, no one defeats me here. This is my domain, my shut up trapper. And somebody who we see off camera kills this guy, Trapper. Now, this is a time trapper. Let's try this. Remzo, what can you tell me about the time trapper, if anything?
0: <laughs> I didn't prepare
2: uh, him for this one,
3: folks. He traps time. Yes, he, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That sounds about I right.
2: Know, I know nothing about him as well, so it's all good. Uh, in fact, I don't think I've seen him outside of this story in my entire life. But nonetheless, uh, this figure. He seems to be wearing a cape and he's shaking his fist in the air. Now we only see him enough to know that he's like a a figure, but we, we can't see who this is. And there's this big shining light and he's saying, easy to do if you know how. The cosmos is in agony and I'm the only one who knows how it should be. The countdown has begun. The countdown to zero hour. And thank you very much to our mysterious villain for not only telling us this will be a countdown and explaining the weird numbering system, but also for telling us the title of this series on the second page. Now we show up here, we are on Apocalypse seeing dark side we dark side is being uh visited by metron and dark side's like hey metron what's up came over for some tea and crumpets and metron's like no dark side this is not a social visit something is terribly terribly wrong there was some weird time shit going on i don't know what's happening and dark side's like that's impossible dude i would be aware of that if that was happening you're a fucking moron get out of here again these are paraphrases not the words of dan jurgens and metron's like all right dude fuck off i gotta go find some help that is what we see of dark side in this story which is somewhat disappointing because i think one one of my favorite parts of crisis on infinite earth is when they show you like a, like a glimpse of dark side maybe in the first or second issue and they almost make you forget about him because he's kind of like i'm just gonna stay out of this and and see what happens and then he swoops in at the end of as one of like five deus ex machinas that to, to go after the anti-monitor but it just works so well because you you almost they gave you the seed of him but then then they planted that seed and then it pays off whereas here Spoiler alert, this doesn't pay off. He's just Darkseid His entire role in this is to tell Metron that this is some nonsense and he doesn't give a shit. So uh, moving along, we see the Joker in Gotham City, and he is accosted by none other than Batgirl. Well, what's going on here? Because last we saw Batgirl, a story that originally started not in continuity but became in continuity, um, Joker was had paralyzed Batgirl had paralyzed Bar- Barbara Gordon. And she was in a wheelchair in the DC continuity, at least the, the current version of the DC continuity. However, here she is just appearing out of nowhere back as Batgirl thinking nothing of it. And then Batman and Robin swoop in. They're like, Batgirl, what the hell what the hell's going on here? And she's like, Hey, nice of you guys to show up. And Batman's like, what you're, you're healthy again. What's going on here? And, and she's like, what, what do you mean? What's wrong? Like I was just doing what I normally do and fight crime here. Um, I'm, I wasn't sick or injured or anything. And, 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 um, uh, Batman's like, no, you were shot and paralyzed years ago. I read it. I read that story of Alan Moore. Uh, that definitely happened, and I'm pretty sure it's in continuity. And she's like, nope, not me. Never been shot in my life. That never happened. And Joker's just like, well, I'd love to continue to end this reunion, but you obviously have things to do that don't include me. And he does a little flashbang Joker flashbang grenade and gets out of there. So Joker escapes, because the three of them, this is how good these guys are. The three of these guys were so distracted. Well, in, in fairness, this would be pretty distracting <laughs> seeing someone that you know and love that was shot and paralyzed uh just bouncing around in a costume so i guess i'll give i'll give the bat family a pass on this one but it's it like seem- if magic johnson
3: suddenly <laughs> walked up to you and didn't have aids one day
2: yeah exactly wait a minute didn't that, didn't that already
3: happen? Well, he, he cured AIDS with money.
2: With cash, yes. i yeah. sleeping next to a pile of cash. Thank you, South Park. Uh, so then we move on to Vanishing Point. Now, Vanishing Point is the home of the Linear Men, the Guardians of Time. And Vanishing Point, as well as the Linear Men, they exist outside of the timeline, which must be, you know both both interesting and frustrating all at once what time is it i don't know we live outside the timeline it must be hard to, to schedule things in, the, in that case but uh this guy who is this guy i forget his name he's one of these he's one of the very boring linear men that as far as i know don't really matter at all um but anyway they, they are noticing some disruptions in time yeah wave rider and hunter show up i guess presumably from that boring prologue where they battled extant and uh yeah this guy's name is matthew i'm sure he has a superhero name but they're like hey matthew what, what's going on is there trouble and he's He's like trouble might be an understatement wave rider. I'm not certain here, but it seems that the entire segments of time and the universe are being destroyed, which would seem a cause for concern. He said the phenomenon started at the end of the time stream and it's working its way to the beginning. And Hunter's like, "No, no, no, our equipment must be malfunctioning. This is impossible." He's like, "Only one way to find out, Hunter. You and Wave Rider must go check this out in person." Uh, so we then go forward into the 64th century and uh, where I guess at this point in time I, th- I guess the Flash was just hanging out in in, uh, in the 64th century in the, the storyline at this, at this point, because the Flash, this is Wally West Flash, uh, is there in the 64th century, and he doesn't think anything is weird about that. So this must be a storyline I wasn't fully aware of. And uh, he is to- stopping. Who is he stopping? Some villain or, or, or other. And, uh, basically we find out that, uh, let's, oh yeah, he is, said, so they, they are the first person that wave rider and Hunter comes to see. They come to see the flash. Um, he's like, yeah, I wouldn't believe. Oh yeah. So flash is battering, battling abracadabra. And he's saying, uh, he's like, look, he's like all this phony magic you're doing that weird effect in the sky. It's not going to stop me from taking you out. And Cadabra's like, I didn't do anything. What are you talking about? And, and wave rider and Hunter show up. They're like, Hey, he's telling the truth
3: which flash is this is this is this wally
2: this has to be wally yeah Yeah. so as i'm saying there must have been a storyline where he was in the 64th century for a minute because he doesn't this is not a part of the story like oh my god i'm in the 64th century they're saying it very matter-of-factly like this is where he lives at this moment so uh so that's what's going on there i guess this is actually well we'll get to, we'll get to him but this is where i was actually reading um the impulse flash because he he like came back and became the flat one of the flashes of this point in time but we'll get to him he will come he will come in later uh but yeah wave rider and hunter show up they're like no this crazy shit is going on because our machines at vanishing point told us so and yeah there's some some weird shit is happening he's like look uh, the destructive force is, force is making its way back to the time stream, simultaneously wiping out time and space. Oof, double whammy. Um, and they're like, all right, we need a, we need a, we need some help. We need the flash. How about a whiplash effect? And now Kadabra is just no longer fighting the flash. And it's just talking to these guys anyway. He's like, yeah, yeah, uh, you must race away from the rift fast enough in order to create your own vortex. I love I love speed science. Like I love made up speed science that we get in these books. Then double back through it at ultimate speed. <laughs> You've seen space balls, right? Yeah, ludicrous okay. speed. <laughs> that's what the, that's what exactly what I thought of when I when I saw a uh, cadavers say ultimate speed. He's like, you got to double back through ultimate seed r- speed right into the heart of the rift, which may cause a powerful shockwave that will
3: collapse it. And Flash doesn't think twice about this. Have you seen speed balls, please? Like I, I, it, it just crossed it just it just crossed my path. How could how can you listen to this of all shows and love all these things and not seen speed balls, space balls?
2: Well, the fact that you're calling it Speedballs. Because speed I'm balls.
3: speaking fast. Speedballs we'll are what later. you do. Speedballs are what you take that made you,
2: makes you talk too fast. That's a whole uh, other <laughs> thing, Mark. That's, that's a whole other <laughs> thing. Tune in next week where we talk about our experience with Speedballs. Well, maybe, maybe that could be in, that'll be in Remzo's bonus show if we get enough annual patrons.
3: Last week, we already defined Eskimo brothers or Eskimo buddies. We don't need to go back no. there, do we?
2: No. Um. So Flash is like, yeah, no problem. This sounds like a totally normal thing to do. He's like, maybe I can whip up a cure for cancer between strides. Okay. So he's kind of being witty. And uh, that is what I like. One thing I like about Wally West, he's always, he's always quite witty and whimsical and sort of a, a Peter Parker-esque way. Uh, but Flash is like, wait a minute, ultimate speed? How fast is that? That's a line I haven't approached. I haven't even dared to cross ultimate speed. <laughs> it's like creating a, it's like, I think that's faster than the speed of light. It seems like creating a vortex. Now that's easy stuff. Going back through it right into the rift. Uh, what if Kadabra's wrong well fuck it he's a villain so i guess if he's wrong he dies too so i'll just run harder and run again and as he's running we see hunt a close-up of hunter saying not again not another flash and then wave rider saying no no this is a suicide run as the flash is going faster and faster the flash fades away in shades of crisis on infinite earth. It appears that the flash has disintegrated into the time stream. What did you think about just seeing yet another very reminiscent of how it happened in, in, in uh, crisis on infinite earth, seeing flash just fade away to nothingness. Once again, did it pull on your heartstrings?
3: It, It brought back that moment where poor old Barry Allen disintegrates before our eyes. It's almost too soon knowing that this family has worse luck than the Kennedy's. (laughs)
2: <laughs> indeed. Um, yeah, and so we then see the captioning saying forty-three hundred years from now, which would be I guess 64, 64th century. Sounds about right to me. The entire universe ceases to exist, all energy is gone, there are no witnesses, no one alive to tell the tale. And then we see a huge splash page of Wave Rider floating through the time stream along with Hunter, they look very sad because they're just holding the empty costume of the Flash Wally West. And and Wave Rider saying, Man, we failed to stop the rift. In honor of the man who wore this costume, we must try again. We then go to Metropolis, where we see uh, Batman and Superman meeting up and Superman's like, hey, Batman, what's up? He's like, well, some weird shit I think is happening with the time stream because, and I guess he's learned more in the meantime, because he's like, you know, he's just saying there's a lot of weird stuff going on. Uh, You know, Batgirl's walking and she doesn't think that's weird, and I think that's weird, so we have to figure this out. And you're who I had to go to with superhero stuff, buddy. Uh, So just as they're talking, who appears? Metron because Darkseid didn't want to pay him any mind so he just comes to earth and talks to batman and superman which seems to seems to make sense actually Uh, and he says look if we don't act soon our world our universe will be gone forever we then head over to star city on new earth in 5700 ad we also get the caption 23 hours ago 40 minutes ago 23 hours 40 minutes ago so like even when we're jumping in backwards in time as wave rider and hunter are traveling back through time there's a countdown as to zero to the end of the universe if you can't keep track of this don't worry it doesn't actually make sense and it's because comics so moving along only christopher uh,
3: nolan would care about this Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> Christopher Nolan.
2: This might be the inspiration for um from for Tenant basically the, this film, um. But they are now in Star City in fifty seven hundred A.D. and they're like, all right, we've caught up to the disaster. We have another chance to stop it. And uh, Hunter's saying, well, looks like somebody is trying to beat us to the punch. And Wave Rider says, amazing! I thought his life was firmly entrenched in the twentieth century. And what do they see? They see Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Now at this point in time, Hal Jordan in in the current storyline of DC Comics has already lost his mind. Yeah. <laughs> and destroyed Coast City. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> that That is the, the current fate. And I believe he died or they think he's dead. Something like that. So they're kind of surprised to see a Hal Jordan fight, you know, in the 57, in 5700 AD. Um, but, and then there's some Confederate general looking guy. I have no idea who this guy is. But he's like, ah, oh, more heroes. Who, who? What are we doing with more heroes here? And they're like, shouldn't we have plucked a more experienced Hal Jordan out of the past to serve as our great champion? Okay, so I guess these guys, much like what happens in the Superman all the time, like the Legion will come pluck him out of the past because only the superman from this time can help him with this thing that's what these guys did uh in star city in 5700 ad they saw this time thing happening and saw like all matter and space being destroyed and they said hey i know who could help us with this hal jordan from the 20th century so that's a version of hal
3: it's like trying to film a movie and you go back in time to get robert downey jr but you accidentally get the one that's addicted to crack in jail and so the one (laughs) that everybody really loves
2: well, this version is the one that everybody loves so far. So we'll 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 see. We don't because there's a too, lack of murder percent. in
3: the air. There's a lack of murder
2: in the air. A lot of murder in the air. <laughs> Uh, but moving on. Uh, so ba- basically, Wave Rider and Hunter are in uh, this 5700 AD fighting alongside just I, Flash is just shoot Flash, flash. Uh, Greenlander is just shooting things at the time stuff like like that's going to do anything, but it doesn't seem to really be working. But at the same time, Hunter says, wait, this is so familiar. Why didn't I make the connection before? And, and Wave Rider's like, well, what connection? Hunter, what are you talking about? He's like, if you know something, you got to tell us. And he's like, well, quickly, Hunter, before it all pulls us in. No. And then he's saying a crisis. Check the chronoscopes. A crisis crisis. crisis and hunter disappears along with hal jordan uh at which point Rider rider's like oh shit well they disappeared if i don't if i don't i will too if i don't hurry so back into the time stream i go and he's still carrying that wally west flash costume wherever he goes and uh wave rider just saying crisis a crisis i don't know for sure what hunter was referring to but What's that? An anomaly in the time stream? That's curious. So I guess this is just one of those things, too, where like certain characters in D.C. know that Crisis on Infinite Earths happened and other characters do not know. It was
3: all the it was all the heroes that went off to that one planet to fight right. the anti-monitor. They remember yeah, They went back after, to the
2: beginning of time. Yeah, yeah something like that. Um, although I don't think that Hunter was one of them. Maybe he was, but whatever. He's a linear man, and maybe he knows things. So he he knows crisis, and he's like, oh, this is like crisis. Meanwhile, Wave Rider, he's new here. Uh, he didn't go to school here back in the day when, when crisis happened, so he doesn't know about that. Uh, so he's he's kind of like, Hmm, crisis, interesting. I'll have to look into this. Meanwhile, we go back to Earth, 21 hours 38 minutes ago. Just I should just ignore these countdown times because they mean nothing to the story at all. Um and uh, we see Hawkman is fighting Vandal Savage. I know you can do this one, Ramzo. What can you tell me about Vandal Savage.
3: Vandal Savage is the immortal caveman. Several thousand well, probably, yeah, a few thousand years ago during the caveman times he went ahead and stumbled upon this giant meteor that crashed, but it didn't kill him. What he did was he walked over to it in the middle of a stormy cold, snowy night and he uh, laid next to it so he could feel its warmth and keep him alive and the next day when he woke up, he had a genius level IQ. He he did some like Arnold Schwarzenegger Roid rage and suddenly he could live forever you may know him as um tutankhamen uh the hun if you name a dictator throughout history in the dc universe odds are you're looking at the one and only vandal savage
2: He's kind of like Kang, only Kang traveled back in time to become a dictator in various circumstances, whereas Vandal just lived or, through all
3: that time. Yeah, I mean, or you could also compare him to uh, Raish al Ghul who will be born many centuries after Vandal Savage but Raish has also gone under many names of, like, real-life historical characters and he uses mm-hmm. the Lazarus Pit to restore his youth each time. That's why uh, Raish al Ghul and Vandal Savage have actually been rivals. Essentially, the immortality game (laughs) dc universe i'm
2: sure they've been actual eskimo buddies when you've been around that long you've been around that
3: long you want power i mean you know the networks you know
2: exactly uh we should do a good a good racial ghoul story one of these days here
3: well there are a couple good ones. fantastic
2: villain fantastic villain especially when Liam Neeson plays him uh so Hawkman is battling Vandal Savage and as Hawkman is uh is punching him in the face he's saying the Justice Society has stopped your evil before and we will again as we see different versions of Hawkman spurting off his original Hawkman and there are now five versions of Hawkman five maybe six there's a bunch of Hawkman it's a Hawkman party baby it's a Hawkman party it's a Hawkman party and all the Hawkmen are saying what are you babbling about I'm fine because Vandal's like I think not He's like, what, what's happening to you? And they're like, I'll they're say the same thing. What are you babbling about? I'm fine. What are you babbling about? I'm fine. What are you babbling about? I'm fine. Uh, so there's some weird shit going on, to say the least. And one of them being Hawkman. Hawkman is one of those characters that has like a billion different origins. And whenever there is some kind of crisis event, somehow he becomes part of it because they, they make a storyline out of the fact that they have all these different origins of Hawkman, which I actually do appreciate because I, I like when conflicting stories and conflicting origins or something actually become part of the story because then even though we know behind the scenes it's just because different editors come in and and writers and want to do different things and whatever and some writers throw out another writer's version but i just i like that dc one thing i always appreciate about dc in particular is they do they always seem to do the work to like make sense of crazy editorial nonsense and put it into a story what's your thoughts on just that that general concept that dc often does
3: if you notice it you notice it and you may like it if you don't notice it it doesn't detract from the story like it's it's not too much of an inside joke.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's it's not, it's not, it's Easter eggy. So if you know, you get it. But if you don't know, it's just a part of the story and it, it works on that way as well. Um, moving along, Mechtron ha- is there with uh, Superman, as well as they have now recruited Kyle Rayner, the current days uh, Green Lantern, because Hal Jordan has lost his mind and died in this at this point in time, and uh, yeah, he's basically just recruiting them um, and uses Kyle Rayner to basically put Super- Superman on a Zoom call with all the heroes of the universe. Uh, somehow, I guess that's one of Green Lantern's powers. He can make a zoom call <laughs> and and he just projects Superman to everybody. And Superman basically just like says what's going on, said there's some basically that there's summary. There's weird time shit going on. <laughs> and and all these heroes are like, oh, we got to go. We're in uh, we're, we're on it, whatever. And then we see Green Arrow on the other side. Ooh, I, I really do love classic Oliver Queen, who's just like a curmudgeonly asshole. And he just says, great, something else to worry about. <laughs> which, which I really like I really do enjoy Oliver Queen uh, throughout this entire story. Um, but yeah, then they're flying around and, and Kyle's like, did that work? Did you did you get a hold of everybody? And, and Superman's like, well, I think so. We'll, we'll know soon enough because the Zoom technology has not progressed enough to know if anyone's seeing on the other end, I guess, in, in this case. And then Metron disappears and Kyle just goes, weird guy, <laughs> which, which is true. Uh, he's a weird looking guy in a floating chair. And Superman's like, well, wait till you meet some of the others. Uh, we then go to Metron, who is confronting the Spectre. Remzo, what can you tell me about the specter?
3: The specter is Ghost Rider, but in the DC universe, the specter is basically he's basically like an angel of vengeance on some levels. He's kind Much of a more God. powerful than. than yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah. Like he's he, he's just basically like in a, he, he's he's a godlike figure that will take uh, possession of a man's body in order to intervene in the realm of man on Earth.
2: Fair enough. That's a good summary. He's he's one of the uh, I forget what they call it, but he's one of like the group of cosmic deities, essentially yeah. in DC Comics. And you will remember him from Crisis on Infinite Earths, which he was very much involved in as well. So Metron, knowing that he's this cosmic entity, is like, yo, did you know about this shit going on? And Spectre's like, natural disasters do not concern me. My mission is directed only against evil. And Metron's like, bro, this is evil. You're needed. Your powers are so mighty that you may be the key to our victory. And Spectre says, your struggles with the laws of nature are of little matter to me, Metron. Be gone! So Spectre just thinks this is like an act of nature. This is just, you know, normal time eating itself type stuff that, you know, I'm not getting involved here. And so he doesn't believe it's directed in any kind of uh, incident way so he's like fuck off dude so back to vanishing point Uh, wave rider is now there and wave rider is contemplating what hunter said he's saying a crisis hunter said I have not heard of such a thing man, you got to read some books, bro. Uh, listen to SBC. I've not heard of such a thing, but there is much my studies have of time have not yet revealed. You'd think that would be day one, you know, on, on time class day one, by the way, this crazy shit happened. And there were a bunch of different timelines and they all merged together. And that was crisis. So that should be like the first fucking day of class in my view, but whatever. I don't run time school and that's fine. Uh, he's like, what well, was it in the distant past or the far future? The chronoscope shall reveal its secret access crisis event (laughs) and this machine says searching a story is soon revealed basically he watches crisis on event earth the movie in this moment because he's watching this thing on the screen he gets more and more surprised it says a story of a, a, a multiverse parallel dimensions with similar worlds then it came a crisis a multiverse of lives and worlds again if this information was in there day one seems like the time to see it died the uh, lives of worlds died and end of story end of story <laughs> as tumultuous as the event was only the linear men knew of it until now so i guess the wave rider's not a linear man he just hangs out with them sometime because if he was a linear man he would know about this already i guess let's just whatever. assume he needs to be whatever the story needs him to be that that is what it is, and, and for this story, they needed him to be ignorant to this event for this moment. Um, we then see the just, Justice Society of America is uh, gathering around Hawkman as he has uh, captured Vandal Savage. Now there's only one Hawkman, so I don't know where the other ones went. I guess they flew off to do other Hawk stuff. He's like, "All right, took you guys long enough to get here." And they um, let's see, it's a uh, Jay Garrick flashes. You know, time's caught up to me, old friend. I just can't run like I used to. What's Vandal Savage talking about? uh he's oh you he guys because vandal screaming about the other hawkman he's like the other hawkman they all disappeared what happened uh and the rest of the justice society gathers they got dr midnight uh dr fate lots of doctors a <laughs> lot lots of lots of a uh, huge superhero medical degrees being handed out here in the justice society uh we also have alan scott green lantern and they're like hey did you guys get that message from superman that zoom call and hawkeye hawkman is like green lantern you look a little different. He's like, well, they they must be here someplace hiding. The other hawk—that's Vandal Savage talking about the other Hawkman. Hawkman's like, this guy's losing his mind. And then suddenly, Vandal Savage disappears, and we see him disappear with this like multicolored stuff. I don't know, but that that always signifies. Weird time shit, <laughs> weird time crisis stuff. So he disappears into weird time crisis stuff. Uh, meanwhile, Alan Scott says he's gone and my ring can't trace him either. Um, and then I'm not sure who the guy in the blue mask is. He says, you know how, how'd you get so young all of a sudden, Alan? Like you, you like de-aged here?" Uh, so a lot, a lot of characters are experiencing different changes that are either reverting them back to how they were in other timelines or whatever. Because I think the JSA, correct me if I'm wrong, the JSA remembers Crisis, all of them, right? I think. I could e, be wrong,
3: actually. The JSA? Crisis did something to them. It put them on the, the same the, Earth. The as, JSA? As, yeah, it, it yeah. merged it, it merged some of the characters of Earth 2 who were leftovers because they weren't on Earth 2 when it was wiped out. They were, they were with the Justice League and everyone battling um, the Anti-Monitor. So because of that, they were saved. But when the universe came together, it rewrote them in in order to save them.
1: Oh, OK.
2: That makes sense, sort of. Uh, and if it doesn't, don't blame us. This is, but this is this is how it happened. Uh, we don't make the how, rules. We just you know, live. We with didn't them. write this stuff. We didn't write this stuff. We just report it. We just here to report the news, my friends. We report. You decide. Uh, we then see Wave Rider appears, and he's holding that the the Wally West Flash costume, and uh, Jay Garrick is like, "Wait, what do you what are you doing with this costume?" He's like, "You of all people should know." And then Wave Rider basically just shows, touches him. He can do one of those things where he touches him and shows him everything, and uh, Jay Garrick real, realizes that now Wally West two has died so this is two flashes that have been uh, you know under his wing have died now first barry allen and now wally west and jay says wally no not wally too uh then we go back to vanishing point we see someone saying madness madness chaos i am extant and now it's mine and this is in fact extant uh now we are reading the um did you read the, uh, the 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 hard not the hardcover but the trade paperback as well yeah the same same version me cool so one thing that i don't like sometimes about trade paperbacks is when they don't delineate the end of an issue so that's the case here so i think <laughs> i think this next page is the beginning of issue number three i'm pretty sure um because yeah because the end of the yeah it makes sense that X-stand yeah will come at the end of the last one but anyway if, if we don't know the exact point that is why we're kind of just guessing here um, so then we see an up, uh, basically a big splash page of Jay Garrick, and he's really just uh, giving a whole speech about Wally West, how he never had kids of his own. When Barry died, he felt like he lost his son, and Wally was the kind of boy that would make any grandfather proud, the kind of man who gave us life fighting for the dream, our dream. What's wrong with us? Why do we keep outliving our years while the young keep dying? Good fucking point, Jay. <laughs> Two young flashes have died, and here you are just just prancing around town. Uh, we now see the whole justice society, uh, has basically, uh, gathered around and, um, basically the justice society, they bleep out, uh, to, like out of there, like out of existence. And the only three that, Oh no, what happens is wave rider, I think says, all right, we're going to go figure some shit out. So, uh, so come with me and let's see, three heroes do not arrive at her. Our- okay. So three of them, the two Hawk people and wave rider. This gets confusing, folks. (laughs) The two hog people and wave rider don't go to vanishing point with the rest of them. I'm not really sure why, but they don't they don't make it there. Uh, So we'll get back to that. Uh, Meanwhile, we have... Yes, we have formally started issue... Not issue two. Issue three. Because remember, we're counting down here. And um, Superman and uh, Metron are hanging out. They're just talking about all this weird shit that's going on. Superman's like, let's move, Metron. They're waiting for us in New York. And Metron's like, you seem to have a, a, a renewed sense of urgency, Superman. And Superman's like, well, yeah, I knew things were bad, but seeing my parents from an alternate timeline nearly identical to our own has made me realize how long chaotic things are... How chaotic things are here. So in this in the post-crisis flash Superman's parents die when
3: he was younger this keeps changing in continuity all the time we're we're talking Ma and Pa Kent yeah like in in like Earth 2 continuity they die when he was like 10 or 11 and then in the new Earth 1 continuity Ma Kent is still alive but Pa Kent has a heart attack and then they come back and then they kill Pa Kent, then they both come back and then they kill Paw Kent again. And I think right now, like right now, like as we're speaking, both are dead.
2: I think they're supposed to both be dead, but then because then that's why he's so shocked by them by seeing them. It's like, what the hell's going on? They seem like my real ones, whatever. So um, then Superman, because he has super hearing, he's like, oh, I hear screams coming from Keystone City. Have to take the time, but we better check it out fast. And we go to Keystone City and who who we meet? We meet Impulse and impulse is basically all right let me describe impulse impulse is from the 30th century and he came back in time well i think this is this is i think he came back in time by accident which is why he's in this event and then but he ends up like after this event he ends up hanging out in the 20th century for a while and like going to high school and i read that i was i was a huge fan i think i have like the first 20 something issues of that impulse series again as we discussed before as i talked about with jim too a few weeks ago I was big into the number ones. if I could get into a book at the ground level with an, and this was a fresh character, especially with the confusing long history of the flash. Uh, it was exciting to me to get into like a character from the, from the bottom up, even though that is a time travel character, which is, which is never really straightforward, but it's it's a book that I did get written into that we'll probably, uh, take a look at at some point in time here. Uh, but the reason people are screaming, it's not because of this impulse guy who they're used to, you know, they're used to speed search running around, but he's running from some dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) there are t-rexes in keystone city and other scary looking creatures so this is fucking crisis on infinite earth all over again weird shit just showing up from other times superman comes down he's like you need a hand kid he's like you can call me kid flash oh no he says he says if you call me Kid Flash you'll get your big S handed to you. The name's Impulse Dick. He doesn't say that. Uh and and uh Superman's like, "Well, okay, well the offer still stands if you need help." He's like, "Uh actually, yes. I I well, let me see. I'm really fast. Let me see if I can uh, oh damn, I can't vibrate through walls anymore." Uh so he tries to vibrate. Oh no, he does. I'm sorry. I messed that up. He. Does vibrate through the wall, and he's like, "Problem solved. Cool. I got away from those dinosaurs." Anyway, let's check. A
3: lot of the powers that Impulse currently has are powers that took years for like Barry and Wally to discover. So at this point, Mm -hmm. he's probably like at like you know OP levels of flashness
2: indeed yeah he's quite he's quite a powerful speedster and metron just comments interesting this boy is from the 30th century and uh, superman's like well is he supposed to be here or is he like another anomaly and uh impulse is like he is looking high and low for his cousin so he is there looking for wally west he's like you guys call him the flash and if you're gathering heroes for a mission that's where he'll be count me in uh meanwhile this time trapper guy or at least a version of it he looks all roughshod and opens this door uh outside, this takes place outside the time stream by the way um and he comes into this room where another version of time trapper so basically <laughs> this guy comes into the room reveals his himself takes off his hood and shows this version of time trapper that he is time trapper so he says you know uh, he's like um who the hell are you he's like, uh, he's like look uh, as as you wish rock okay so this guy's name is rock and he's like you can't escape your future and rock's like watch me you can't possibly know everything there is to know about me anyway time trapper and he's like of course i can you are well aware of the time trappers mastery over the currents of time but i can be most accurate about the details of your life and then rock this guy rock not to be confused with sergeant rock's says bloody nos nice, impossible and he says since i myself i don't know why i decided he was australian maybe because of the bloody uh, and he says since i myself lived it and he takes off his hood and reveals a a uh, version of this same guy the same face only without a without a goatee and he says it's true rock i am you you will live your life to become the legion's deadliest enemy the time trapper so i guess the time trapper yes it was a um time traveling legion of superheroes enemy uh, so that's what i should know him from but he was also linear man rock (laughs) grown up in front of the future because time travel anyway so rock jumps after him he's like no i won't let this i won't let this happen he's like fool you can't i don't know why the the past one is australian to me and the future one's not but it's like it's
3: like the evil (laughs) version of brits or the australians apparently
2: yeah exactly if you're evil you have a goatee and you speak australian
3: except it's the opposite way around because i'm doing it the
2: other way whatever just live with us here people and uh bad time trapper says fool can't you see you're better off becoming me when the nature of time itself has gone mad not a bad point that he has there to be honest um moving along um there's some weird shit where wonder woman um approaches power girl now power girl (laughs) This is so confusing. Bound, uh, everything with Power bound, Girl. Bound, Power bound, bound. Girl. Ramzo, what can you tell us about Power Girl? <laughs> Power Girl is awesome, but she is like a version of Supergirl, or something. She,
3: she's a version of Supergirl from Earth Two. If Supergirl were way hotter.
2: Oh, oh, That's right. You called her like Supergirl with a booty, or something like that.
3: Yeah. She. Well, she's got everything. <laughs> she's she yeah. she's she's the she's the upgraded Supergirl
2: yeah indeed and she's also pregnant I'm not sure by who but I just found this line funny because Wonder Woman shows up and she's like Power Girl your baby you're almost due are you sure you should have answered the the summons from Superman here like it seems like you got some, some things going on and Power Girl's response is so funny she says this pregnancy is mystical in nature which I just cracked up at Wonder Woman I'm not sure what or when anything will happen but I couldn't miss this particular meeting and then we get our our classic what I imagine was actually a two page spread it's not when you're, when you're reading it digitally but a giant spread of uh, all the heroes gathering uh for this party to fit for a little time stream party baby um and of course obviously as always superman is the leader here why because he's fucking superman you can crush any of these people with his fucking just a dirty look if you wanted to so that's why he's the leader in my world who else do we have here we have one of my favorites guy Gardner. In his warrior form, and he does not have a bowl cut here. Remzo, does that does that make you like him anymore? I don't know. That seems just kind of weird without the bowl cut. Yeah, he does actually seem kind of weird without the bowl cut. Not gonna lie. Yeah, everyone agrees Superman is the leader because he's fucking Superman. He's the best. And uh, we go back to vanishing point, and we see that Extant is basically holding all. Oh no! So Extant is there and has fucked some shit up. He's fucked up the linear men. So now the Justice Society of America shows up, and they're like, "We have arrived here. Time does not pass." uh okay so it was dr fate that brought that's right it was dr fate that brought them over to vanishing point and jay garrick's like hey what happened to the to wave rider and the hawks <laughs> and the hawks they disappeared uh he says well their disappearance is the least of your problems i am extant i i you know what Extant kind of reminds me of like the color scheme doesn't he remind you a little bit of what's his freaking name professor x and magneto merged to create onslaught, onslaught? doesn't he remind you of onslaught a yeah little bit like a, the color scheme? like a
3: like a dumber version yeah
2: yeah i mean a, a way dumber version yeah. but uh yeah anyway x pretty lame but he's like hey i live outside your laws outside your rules your very notions of reality and uh dr fate's like oh no a coronal energy blast who is this guy uh, hop back to the time stream where we see Wave Rider with the two hawks and uh Hawkman's like what happened to the others what is this some sort of trick he's like look it's not me dude something else happened something is affecting the time stream and he looks up and sees like a billion versions of Hawkman some of which are like actual hawk like one is an actual hawk man like 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 a phoenix person or whatever is like an actual bird others are just different versions of them with like a mask on one is just this silver metallic it's basically every version of Hawkman that's ever existed cuz um he is one of these like weird like anomalies that exist in a million versions throughout time and um and yeah the wave riders like the time stream something's affecting it there's countless anom- anomalies um so Hawk beings must be one of the major chronal disruptions resulting from the first crisis right so this is why Hawkman much like I don't think Hawkman remembers all the crisis but he's a he's always like a, a i don't know what, what i would say a crux point of, of them he's always a part of it because he got messed up from the original crisis because i guess they tried to merge too many together it's like a time
3: he's like a like what what, what they call the variants who, who the fuck nexus up? Being, a nexus maybe? point yeah a nexus yeah, point
2: yeah, a nexus point something like that what what it would be called in, in the mc science words science yes and wave rider is saying but something is pulling all your various versions back making them converge into the entity that inspired and infused them he is now reclaiming all he started reveling in the instability created over the years while worlds die in the process and we see a version of Hawkman <laughs> battling this giant scary hawk creature and i believe we do see this hawk god creature thing in death metal correct and one of those we, we
3: see a, we see a type but it's not the same.
2: Yeah, it's not the same because things change. Um, so they oh, th- so that's one version of Hawkman battling this Hawk God. And then the other two Hawk people try to come help. And then we see them all get merged to- together into one. And now those four versions of Hawkman, one of which was a Hawk God type creature, have merged into one new. Yeah, even call it Metron shows up just randomly. He's like, hey there. And he's like, oh, they've merged into what at the most a new God. So I guess now Hawkman is is a godlike being that is comprised of all the various versions of hawkman from across the universe and if that doesn't make sense to you don't fucking worry about it because this is comics and it's not going to always make sense uh we then head over to legion headquarters the planet care in the lab of a much beleaguered drill docks of course they're saying this is 14 hours ago but this is actually also the 30th century even though it's 14 hours ago following no great perfect um and he is saying all my instruments and tests arrive at the same conclusion the universe is contracting at a remarkable rate time itself may be dying i must find out by launching a probe into the eye of the storm the time stream itself uh we then go to supertown where is Supertown?
3: There, there is way too much like exposition and researching and stuff. Like th- this is <laughs> This is not fun.
2: There's a lot going on. So I guess Supertown must be the capital of where do the good new gods live? Whatever that is. <laughs> <'Cause>
3: not <laughs> apocalypse.
2: Yeah, n- not apocalypse. Uh, and uh, Orion shows up with one of those other lame new gods uh, to confront High Father uh, Light Ray. Yeah, to to talk to High Father. They're like, Hey, you look really worried. What's going on? And and he's like, Oh, Light Ray, Orion, Dark Side himself cannot make me as fearful as I am today. The end of all that was is and ever shall be is at hand so that does that does seem quite frightening i must say when you put it that way meanwhile so kyle rayner is very new here because guy uh guy Gardner's is like who the hell are
3: you and he's like um, green latiner he's like huh you and me gotta talk <laughs> have they stuck his girlfriend in a fridge yet i think they've already done that by this point who's guy Gardner's? no kyle rayner's girlfriend Rainer. is the one that's sticking
2: happened? what the hell they you stuck her in a food her in a fridge
3: i have not read much kyle Rayner. Uh, you know um major power He's like the evil version of... Um, Not personally. I'm sorry, ma- Major Force. Major Force yeah. is like the evil Captain Adam. Major Force murders Kyle Rayner's Kyle girlfriend and then shoves her in a fridge. That's where the term fridging women came from when you have a lead character. that's, who's, right. that's a, First of all, that's a term? You've never heard kind of fridging all, that's women? That's where it came from? That's, you know, no. it's at the beginning of any film where the love interest of the hero is brutally murdered in order to push the character in a heroic path of vengeance. Oh. Fringing right. women. So like
2: John Wick, but with women instead of a dog. Yes. Okay. Well, when you put it in those or, terms, or Braveheart. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> so um da D- Guy Gardner is like late later on here when they're all talking, he's like, hey, if there's some time shit going on and time shit's changing, maybe we can use time shit to make it so Hal Jordan never went bad and died. So that's just a little a little seed for later. Um and uh we go back and uh, eventually you know some of the, the heroes are still gathering there's a lot of like heroes catching each other up on what's going on here so I, i'm going to kind of gloss over that stuff um and and then they go back to the time stream to kind of uh confront um well oh, now we go back to vanishing point i should say where extant is still battling uh the jsa and uh he basically kills the atom he does kill the atom um and and that pisses off dr fate who goes after him and extant just says uh, i am beyond your justice before my power even fate falls asunder and he seemingly kills Doctor Fate as well. Uh, then we have the Sandman and what's the guy's name? Wildcat, the old guy in the cat suit. Wildcat. wildcat, right? Wildcat, who died. If you don't remember, he died in Crisis and was replaced by a young Wildcat daughter of his. So I guess that didn't last too long because that was a whole
3: fun five minutes.
2: Yeah, so so much for that. Xtant's like pathetic. You two have no special abilities, no power, talking about the sandman and wildcat. He's like, you're nothing. You're old men, long past your prime, but various rejuvenation spells have kept you young beyond reason. So now they're, they're kind of revealing that I am not sure if this was mentioned before, but it is being mentioned now in this story that the reason that these old ass JLA JSA guys were still looking young is because they have of all these rejuvenation spells they've been giving throughout the years. Man, that's better
3: um, that's better than Black Widow and Nick Fury, David Hasselhoff off Nick Fury's infinity formula shit. Even they were like, you know, we should probably get rid of that at some point
2: yeah yeah it's pretty it's it's pretty lame but it, it works for this for this purposes and um yeah he basically removes those spells and they instantly get old and uh, when wildcat just can't catch a break he's like heart i can't can't breathe the salmon's like getting older aging uh and then um who is the guy with the i forget this guy's name he's like oh my god wes ted he struck he struck before i could tr- tr- trigger the cosmic rod and and uh, wes you look at least at least 80 years Star old man he's like Starman, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah, there's so many characters here, man. It's like crisis all over again. He's like, in our arrogance to live forever, time finally got up with us uh meanwhile back in new york superman is uh going to wave rider he's like wave rider what's wrong what's happening here he's like quiet i have to make contact with the time stream try to feel for a presence there is someone who doesn't belong vanishing point i must go and he just disappears and then superman's like what the fuck wave rider you're just we're just getting to the good part so we go back to vanishing point where extant is continuing to battle the jsa jsa He's saying Sam and Wildcat were just the beginning. Now it's time the rest of you started acting your age. And he does a whole thing with them. And basically everyone except for Alan Scott suddenly gets old. Uh, Alan Scott protects himself with like his Green Lantern ring. Uh, But yeah, now the JSA is basically all as old as they should be as if they had been superheroes since like the 1930s or 1940s or whatever it is. Um, yeah. And he I think in this he kills who else does he kill? He kills Starman and Dr. Midnight, I believe. Or it seems he kills them. He he fucks them up good. Let's let's put it that way. We'll get back to uh yeah, it's our man, our man, I should say. Our man and uh, man, these names. <laughs> okay. This is just the watchman. It's easier if you translate this into the watchmen and to, to remember who the JSA are. <laughs> um yeah, so and uh Waywriters like shit, I'm too late. Go back to New York and metamorpho is there one version of metamorpho and a bunch of other heroes it is metamorpho right The, guy with the yeah, yeah with
3: all the stuff yeah
2: with all, with all the stuff and that's fun, one of the things too like they later like when they're all talking earlier they're like like some of them are like merging with other versions of themselves and at, at that point metamorpho was like yeah I don't, I don't remember having this weird smoke stuff around my face but here we are he's <laughs> just like we all we all got deal to with, deal with weird changes here in the middle of the time crisis that's for sure um so yeah they go and some things are happening in new york and like there's a city materializing in the night sky so again this is like harkens back to crisis booster gold is like hey i recognize that city it's got to be from the future my future the 25th century why don't we try this one Remzo? what can you tell me about booster gold
3: Booster Gold always wanted to be a hero, but he ended up actually being kind of a loser in the 25th century. So he went ahead and stole some time travel AI gear with his own little robot companion. And what he wanted to do instead, knowing everything about how the future works and the Justice League and everything else, he thought, what if I go back to the 21st century, or 20th century in this case, and what if I use all my knowledge of future events to be the greatest hero that ever lived? Well, eventually, what he realizes that he was changing time as a result so the only way to fix it wasn't to go back and like stop himself or something because he lost that time travel ability um through some stuff but uh now he has to make amends for it by genuinely trying to be an actual hero and not just a guy that ends up at the right place at the right time
2: exactly there you go good one you're nailing them today Remzo. kabam uh we see metron there when the city's appearing he's like the raging storms are a result of the chaos in the time stream alternate timelines as well as some authentic ones so this is interesting so authentic ones from our past and future so there are alternate timelines that are just i guess offshoot timelines that are alternate and then there's authentic timelines that are i guess real timelines but it sounds like there could be various authentic timelines because he's referring to multiple ones so what dif- what what makes something an authentic timeline as opposed to an alternate timeline? Do you have any thoughts on this, Ramzo?
3: Whatever the writer and the editor needs it to be. Exactly,
2: that is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, Metron then says if there is a chance of stopping this crisis. We must end it now. We then flip back to Vanishing Point, and uh, Wave Rider trying to help out the JSA who have just been completely fucked up. Uh, Alan Scott is going for revenge, and he says it. He says, "Fuck this shit! I am going to kill this guy. I'm going to kill Extant for this." And Extant's like, "Really? How do you plan on doing that when the charge of your ring expires now?" And suddenly, Alan Scott's Green Lantern ring, which is a different type of Green Lantern ring than the one worn worn by other Green Lanterns. But- we don't need to get into that here uh and he he kills his ring so now the whole jsa is basically old and wave rider has protected them by putting into them into some kind of stasis so now the jsa is alive but they're old and fucked up and on the verge of death and only being held together by a wave rider uh and alan's like get them out of here Get, get more help and and wave rider's like not until i deal with monarch and Extant's like, don't call me that. I'm not Monarch anymore. That was a lame name. So is Extant, but I don't care. We're rolling with it. So call me fucking Extant. And uh, Wave Rider says, You're Hawk. <laughs> You're an X two bit hero whose lust for power who out of control. He's like, You wouldn't have sensed the difference yet. I'm surprised. And then we see a, a, a reaction shot from Wave Rider as, as he says, It can't be. We go back. We see Monarch or Extant or whatever the fuck, um, re- beginning to re- take off his mask as he says, You should have realized your Fate and monarchs mine were always linked i'm much much more than you think look familiar as he takes off his mask to reveal wave rider <laughs> so it seems that even though we previously were led to believe that hawk became monarch and became extant extant is also wave rider or is some kind of version of wave rider what you think of this little twist Remzo? this catchy off guard
3: <laughs> this is some dumb shit <laughs>
2: yes so anyway we might now move on to issue two or issue three if you're a normal person but if you're dc comics in this it is issue number two because again we are counting down back to vanishing point some shit is going down here um doctor we see dr fate's helmet so i guess and all his stuff just floating there so i guess he's really dead even though of course he's not really dead because no one's really dead because it's comics and extant wave rider is now saying um that's what it's all about wave rider the power to grab the universe past present and future and make it disappear i combine the powers of monarch hawk and dove and ultimately you to make it happen so this person is hawk dove monarch who is just hawk (laughs) merged with wave rider and that creates an extant are you with me are you following great and he says nobody measures up to me nobody wave rider says you couldn't have duplicated my powers i would have known apparently when you duplicate someone's powers you take their face too I, i don't know so wave rider goes after himself or whatever this other version of him is that's now extant that's now also monarch that's now also dove whatever and they're they're fighting doing time time things and wave riders like what are you after destroying every shred of reality this is madness And he says, bad wave rider says madness is not part of my agenda. Look beyond the destruction. Consider the possibilities. But now is not the time for answers. My time is valuable and I am needed elsewhere. Go back to your precious home. There are other battles to coordinate. Yours is over as he puts his mask back on and says wave riders. Allies will soon launch attacks designed to stop my entropy rifts. I must coordinate my defenses now that my armies." Have been assembled. Prepare yourselves, my agents of destruction. The war has begun. As we see, some faces there. I guess Extant has has um, formed a little army of his own because because he's a villain, and that's what you do when you're a villain. You form an army for a big battle.
3: It's the minimum. Yes, it's
2: the minimum you can do. Meanwhile, the heroes are still in New York, trying to figure out what the fuck to do with the city that's about to uh, just emerge uh out of nowhere. And uh, I think the easiest way to sum this up is some Metron shit, and then they return the city back to time. Why, Ramzo? Because, because comics, comics, yeah, it involves the Ray, uh, Captain adam Vortexes, whatever. It's some some comic science bullshit. So we'll just move beyond that. But they do eventually return this city uh, to the time it should be. Meanwhile, the JSA has uh, appeared uh, and met up with the rest of our heroes. And uh, Alan Scott is carrying a body. And Green Lantern's like, "What, Green Lantern? What what happened here? What's going on here?" He also brings these nearly dead, like oh, poor freaking Wildcat. He's laying on the ground. Doctor
3: Fate's totally dead. In and I, I, every event, Wild cat is just like down for the count. Yeah,
2: that's like his thing in crisis events he dies and yeah but this is even worse because he's just having a heart attack he's still having he like he's been having it since the vanishing point and now he's like my heart and like my god someone help this guy give him some fucking aspirin or something at least like if he's just laying there having a heart attack and superman's like green Lantern, what what happened here he's like look we had our heads handed to a superman we never had a chance wave rider's like yeah he's right the man behind all this this extant guy he plays with extremes of time the way a baby might play with building blocks just look at what he did to the justice society and jay garrick explains this s can't this extant guy took us apart superman laughing all the way our man the atom they're gone dr fate was ripped apart which sounds like gone too uh kent and inza i don't know who they which which people they are because he's using the real names left powerless as plain old mortals think that's black cat or wildcat and sandman no that's not because then he says wildcat suffered a heart attack sandman and doc midnight from extreme old age like all of us so this also marks the death of the original sandman not the neil gaiman sandman although by the end of this you will see that the neil gaiman sandman is part of this continuity i don't think he is now though no anyway continuity is fun isn't it yeah uh anyway we go back and uh yeah the heroes are are they're all kind of just helping out uh this these jsa <laughs> they got they, someone is they're like starman's like we really got to get a doctor for, for wildcat here <laughs> like he's been having a heart attack since this battle forever ago and uh yeah well you think like couldn't impulse just take him to a hospital real quick like in one second and be right back but then all the drama would be gone that's true. Plus it takes forever to check in and and all the paperwork and the insurance stuff. So yeah, I can see why they just said, fuck it. Just let this guy die, I guess. Um, and, uh, so also as part of this, which seems kind of silly, but, um, uh, Alan Scott is talking to, uh, to to Kyle Rayner, green lantern, and he gives him his ring. He's like, take my ring, Kyle carry it into battle under my name, my legacy From now on, you are the only green lantern. So this solidifies green, uh, Kyle Rayner as the green lantern, it's funny though but because because he depowered Xap depowered his ring so alan scott's like yeah he depowered my ring so easily but i can recharge it so i don't know i don't know, I don't know what's going on here but the point was just to make kyle rayner the only green lantern and at the same time um jay garrick's like you know i have seen barry wally and now my friends die it's time to take care of the living the Flash's days are over so at the same time uh alan scott and jay garrick both quit they both quit being superheroes jay, jay rips off rips off his fucking flash thing which was just apparently just very very poorly sewn on because it comes right off without any any sort of issues and they quit superhero dumb. so this is part of this event is really meant to put to rest <laughs> literally for some of them uh some of these jsa characters and kind of just say like yeah these guys are old and these guys have been around for a long time and they don't really matter anymore sort of of course they matter again because this is comics and everything goes back to where it was and keeps changing. Uh, so let's see we then go to the 30th century where our heroes show up they were brought there by metron uh, and um, I, I guess to meet up with the legion of superheroes because they have to be a part of any any time story and metron's like yeah my chair brought us to a very specific point observe and they all say it's here and the the legion is there and they're like oh so that's it the end of time and space um and uh he's, he, they're like hey maybe metron can try another one of those boom tube transfers right katana so this isn't sorry that's not the legion that's the outsiders <laughs> i didn't recognize them so i thought they were the legion because i usually don't recognize members of the legion but no this is some other people I they're, don't they're all them. d-listers <laughs> yeah the members of the outsiders we got all our our heroes here d list and otherwise and then we see these people attacking one of which seems like an evil version of Hawkwoman. um they get attacked and they're like whoa dude, i guess these guys these heroes arrived just in time to help us with these guys so there's a big hero uh villain battle going on in the 30th century basically basically justice league and outsiders and the legion against a bunch of random uh random villains Oh, we then go back to the sanctuary of the immortal Dr. Mist and his layman. I'm going to give this one a try. Let's let's see how it goes. Remzo, what can you tell me about Dr. Mist, one of the many superhero doctors?
3: <laughs> he never matters after this.
2: I got you. I got you. You know nothing of Dr. Mist. I, I know nothing, nothing about
3: Dr. Mist. No, I, I'm not
2: sure I knew he existed until I read this just now. Um, so, yeah. So Dr. Mist is there uh, in this place with a bunch of other Dr. Mists and he disappears because Dr. Mist is like... You know, he's like Rick. It's like the Citadel of Mists instead of the Citadel of Ricks. And but as you said, Doctor Mist doesn't matter here or anywhere else. So enough of Doctor Mist. Uh meanwhile we learn that Doctor Midnight is in fact dead. He is dead dead, as the doctor tells to Alan Scott. He's like, Yeah, Doctor Midnight's dead. Sorry about that. He's like, No problem, Doc, did what you could and jay's like we could have done more we should have saved him i'm like yeah whatever you got your asses kicked and alan's like jay we did our best the time this time just wasn't enough he's like that's bullshit alan we should have been he should have been with us i know we haven't worked with him in years but a man should stand with his friends and i intend to see that he does and we can see by the little um little image we see near alan scott that he is talking about the specter who is is it jim corrigan jim kerrigan jim kerrigan jim corrigan whatever jim Jim
3: kerrigan Kerrigan, who was a i don't think i don't know he's either an la or las vegas police detective
2: gotcha um so he's like he's all pissed off that the specter isn't helping them out so he's gonna go go yell at him meanwhile back to uh, new york in the present day i guess or is this the 30th century i think it's the present whatever uh power girl is having her baby and supergirl (laughs) so this is this so oh man, so much man, so much. This this Supergirl might be the alien one, the alien
3: shape-shifting one, or is this another Supergirl? Th- this one is intended to be like <laughs> real Supergirl, but like okay. not at the same time, but it's not the the pink putty person that Lex Luthor yeah. was screwing.
2: Okay, good cuz that one that thing was creepy, especially yeah. when you realize he was having sex with it.
3: Um, it's like a living <laughs> fleshlight.
2: And like everyone has the right to be attracted to to alien putty person, so I don't I'm not judging out there. I'm just saying australian fake lex is a is a weird one let's put it that way um so yeah they she is like i don't know is this baby anyone do you know do you know anything about this baby i don't even know what i, I remember her giving birth here
3: but. at this point in the book i just kind of started giving up
2: yeah it kind of it happens
3: i was just like none of this shit matters yeah no
2: it's like they they do a bunch of things that seem like they're gonna matter but then yeah because it's that is the point of this to change continuity but then yeah there, there's a reason they have to keep doing this over and over and over again because other writers and other editors go no that guy that died i want to have him oh no that person that died oh i want to have him oh this thing to happen i don't like that so eventually they have to end up doing these crisis events just to fix all the things that various writers and editors change over over the years such is the nature of these things Uh, we then go back to vanishing point where extant has uh captured a couple of the linear men that are left i don't know their names and i don't need to they don't matter um Then we go to Earth distant Past, which is also ten hours and six minutes ago. As our heroes, uh, Wave Rider, Superman, and friends are there, uh, basically just shooting the end of time, shooting this entropy. They're just shooting at it. Uh, that is that is currently the ga- the only game plan they have. Um, but uh, Wave Rider's like, no, look uh like i've already seen Gr- flash and green lantern killed by this we need a new approach we can't just keep shooting this time destruction with powers and and uh what's his, her name uh well, the one that's not wonder woman donna troy her yeah she's like wave rider is right I, if we want to win here we have to map out a battle plan and nightwing here is the best tactician we have and and uh, Nightwing's like yeah i like i can solve crimes like i <laughs> He doesn't say this this is this is me like i don't know how to deal with fucking time destruction what are you talking about lady why are you putting this on me uh but what he actually says is actually shutting it down maybe all we can do we need more solid info to put together a surefire plan and superboy's like hey i want to know what's going on going down after we after we get this thing fried shut ever seen a hawaiian beach under a full moon and anima so supergirl's trying to superboy's trying to fuck anima who the fuck is anima by the way
3: (laughs) nobody of
2: importance probably one of the lame ass outsiders um anyway just as they're trying to formulate this plan we got a new blitz of basically alternate version members of the team titans that are evil who are working for extant attack so now there's a big battle of them all fight fighting various alternate evil timeline versions of the team titans Whew. Need a breath for a second here. All right. Extant then uh, goes to kill uh, Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. And oh no, other way around, he goes to shoot Donna Troy. And Kyle Rayner jumps in front and saves her, I guess. And she's like, are you all right? He's like, yeah, the ring. I got the shield up just in time. Can you fucking do something, bitch? And Wave Rider <laughs> says, Extant, everywhere I go, you're there. Followed by Carnage and Death. And then Wave Extant just blows Rave- Wave Rider away. He's like, Wave Rider, it's been a while. He's like, Well, I just saw you at Vanishing. No, not me. At least not my current self. I I don't know who you just saw, because Extant is traveling through time. So the Extant that they battled at Vanishing Point was an older version of extant but this version of Extant is a younger version that was basically just hawk turned to monarch turned to extant so he takes off his mask and now we see hawk and hawk's like oh i've been looking for you we have some unfinished business yes yes and then he's being watched by another version of extant who's like yes this is happening just like i remember it and as uh, the heroes are coming are lunging towards the Hawk version of Hextant, uh, Hawk thrusts his uh, arm into Wave Rider and absorbs him into himself and then takes the form, the face of Wave Rider and <laughs> and now has absorbed Wade Rider. So now this version has become the version of Xtant that we see that we saw before at Vanishing Point. Are you still with me, Remso? Just checking
3: in. Man, usually this? I like this type of stuff, <laughs> but this one is just like dragging
2: uh we do see that after that um i guess when kyle took that hit the alan scott green lantern ring fell off and we do see a hand reaching out to grab it and someone is saying ah a forgotten icon from a fallen hero better to take it as a trophy than to watch it vanish and we don't know who, who took that ring um because we see extant vanishing so it wasn't extant now we're back to near earth 30th century and superman is like all right finally that's the lot that's the last of them they got these these villains in some cages and stuff and uh metron's back he's like all right uh i've been thinking about this shit and uh, i i think i have a solution we must make this tear in the fabric of space and time collapse on itself my mobius chair will be the perfect instrument um this doesn't seem (laughs) dangerous at all uh wonder woman uh, if you will assist me metron says hurl the chair into the rift (laughs) superman at the nadir oh good word nadir of its destruction pour as much energy into the chair as your abilities allow captain adam so okay so superman I don't know what... Oh yeah, so Wonder Woman is just holding... Is just holding, uh, yeah. That's that's her part. Her job is to hold Metron since he has no chair to sit in. <laughs> Superman's job is to throw the chair into the time rift. Captain Adam's job is to plow as much energy into this. I could have just summed this all up earlier by saying more Metron science bullshit. And they do uh, f- do something to this rift with with the chair and the power, and they turn it inside out and they stop this thing. So they're like, "Sweet, we did it." And Wonder Woman's like, "Sweet, now if our colleagues in the past have the same luck." then maybe we saved our whole universe. Great. But then we hear a voice from off screen says, your troubles are not over yet. The Time Trapper! It's the Time Trapper, along with Rock, who is a younger version of the Time Trapper. And they show up, and, they're, and the Legion, being suspicious of him, because he's a villain of theirs, they're like, oh, it figures this snake was somehow involved, but Rock is like, no, no, no. We, we can trust him, Joe. Believe me. And the Time Trapper says, well, with Metron's chair gone, your comrades are stranded here, so you live here now. I guess you guys are fucked. You live in the 30th century. But Rock's like, well, can you send them back even through the that even though the time string is drop is drop time trapper says i don't recall the lacking the self-confidence you often demonstrate rock Crin. however restoring these people to their 20th to their own 20th century is simplicity in itself so he basically just points and they go back to the 20th century so that was that was fairly simple they were the, the crisis of them being trapped the there the simplest not thing Yeah, it did not last very. Apparently, Time Trapper is extremely powerful. Um, Yeah, but then uh, let's see more stuff, more stuff happening. Oh, yeah. Guy Gardner randomly develops a new power to grow guns out of his arm.
3: Because apparently that's a thing that changed. He became a, a new... Well, he, he came up with a new moniker. He started calling himself Warrior at this point. Yeah, that's, he's already
2: Warrior here. Oh. Um, but he didn't have this special power of growing guns out of his arm. That like just developed, because he's all surprised by it. He's like, what the fuck? I just grew a gun out of my arm by thinking about it, by thinking I needed a gun. So I guess somehow this time stuff... Gave him that power. I don't know, Ramza, I'm getting tired.
3: I I know this, I know this stuck around because this stuck around until Green Lantern Rebirth in 2003, 2004. Mm. It stuck around for a while
2: interesting well anyway it's still kind of weird and not explained by anything so uh moving along um they basically all the heroes are like yeah we did it did, we, did you guys did we we fixed the thing in the 30th century like what, what did you guys do anything and um and in the present day they're like no just the opposite as far as we know wave riders dead and uh things aren't really great so guy guys like so do we fix the shit or not <laughs> what's going on here back saying maybe they survived because they were in the time stream in transit Interesting theory, girl. That's not a bad one. Uh, we then go back and see that monitoring all of this is Xtant. As Extant is monitoring this, he's approached by Wave Rider Extant, and then this, then this Extant says, "I know." So, um, so Wave Rider Extant says, "I have returned." Wave Rider was destroyed. Other Extant says, "I know." Then merge with me, my past self, while I ponder my dilemma. So the that Wave Rider version of Extant merges with this other version of Extant to create Super Wave Rider Extant, I guess, or something. We then go back to the 30th century, and we see a new figure appearing again. It seems to be the same figure that grabbed Alan Scott's uh, ring. He says, "So this is the 30th century." after they blew up the earth better open the rift again to make things happen correctly i couldn't just let this thing vanish but no sense being reminded of a universe that will be no more as this mysterious figure crushes alan scott's ring so it seems pretty pointless they took that thing all the way to the 30th century just to step on it but need to, nonetheless that is what he did Remzo, we are about to enter issue one which is actually the penultimate issue of the series what are your thoughts other than other than too much extant merging with extant?
3: man this is already an issue too long <laughs> i'm not like this is this is a lot of overkill this could have been a story in another book instead of being its own event fair but
2: you know then we couldn't have this weird numbering and do this whole time crisis thing or, or, or whatever so uh moving along we are now moving in to issue one or at least where i believe because we don't have the divisions here where i believe issue one of uh zero hour begins um and let's see yeah more hero stuff is happening and um time things are happening (laughs) and um a lot is happening here, actually. And we see that Extant is kind of watching what's playing out, and he's kind of confused. He says, I don't understand this at all. These multiple entry fissures certainly aren't my doing. So it seems, so these m- more e- entropy fissures are, are opening, and heroes are dealing with it, and Extant is watching. And he's like, What the fuck? I don't remember this. He's like, This is none of my doing. And then a figure from behind him says, None of this is your doing, you fucking idiot, because you're lame, and there, there's no way you would actually be the real villain in this story. And we see in a green flash of light, extant falls and seems to well he didn't die he's still alive uh but this other guy says you try to take advantage of what i started tried to build your own vision of the future order you would control well your way is wrong i won't stand for any interference in making things right again these multiple fissures are caused by an obstruction in the time stream i'll remove it as easily as i'll remove you if you get in my way again we then head over to a pocket earth in the 30th century where time trapper says i will leave you now i'm i myself have one final task to perform as do you remember the future is in your hands Um, and we see a bunch of very very confused heroes watching time trapper disappear and frankly i i don't know if time trapper ever merited anywhere including in this story i feel like the whole thing could have been done uh without him but he does save the 30th century um or he saves the legion as the 30th as the rest of the 30th century disappears so so it, so now the 30th century this century no longer exists but he pulled the legion of superheroes out so that they can still have a book to sell after this for a while um and yeah as the as they're fading away time trapper says all right my task is done under my protection the legion has been allowed to march nobly and with dignity into the unknown tomorrow but i was not able to save them from entropy i at least succeeded in. so they're still disappearing because they're still getting killed by entropy i don't know it's confusing and then we see the, the scene that we saw in the beginning of this series and we see time trapper getting killed by this green um energy thing so that happened so i guess time trapper is dead now or but his younger version lives on with the legion and will grow up to be this version maybe or something and maybe be australian we're still not sure about that um also impulse disappears so now like some other weird time shit is happening um and and, and guy Gardner is kind of sad he's like oh we were just oh no guy, guy Gardner's not sad that was my own note i was sad because we were just getting to know him we're all very um, and, sad but- yeah, and Booster Gold disappears. So, like, all these time displaced people are, are disappearing. I believe as entropy, as the time. I'm trying to explain this like it's science. Like, as the time entropy goes back in time and destroys the times that they came from, these people from those times disappearing as their times that they came from never happened
3: or something. Woo, or something.
2: Right. We're getting there, baby. All right. Meanwhile, Jay Garrick goes to uh, confront the Spectre. And he is like, Spectre, wherever you are, whatever spooky dimension you're tossing planets around in, I know you can hear me. Death is everywhere. An evil uncle, an evil unlike others is taking us all. This is the time. We need your grand. We need your brand of justice. We need you. He says, fear not, Jay Garrick. Corrigan. It is Corrigan. Like Billy Corrigan. I was right. Anyway, um, he says, it is the Spectre who joins you now. The man I once was, Jim Corrigan, died decades ago. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know, but I always feel compelled. Or he's still alive in the kingdom come reality. Whatever, I'm not going to get into that. But I always feel compelled to appeal to the human in you. You lived and fought alongside us for so long that it must mean something to you. And he says... No, it doesn't. (laughs) He says, I know that a mortal hand is controlling this crisis and use the fury of chaos for murder. And Jay's like, well, then you should have gotten involved hours ago. And Spectre says, well, looking into the shadows of time is difficult, even for one such as I. Worry not, Jay Garrick. Your death will be avenged. And he says, my death? What are you talking? My God. And Jay Garrick disappears. And he says, uh, but but as he disappears, he says, it will be done. So swears the Spectre. (laughs) I will avenge you as you disappear in front of me. So yeah, Jay Garrick's gone too. How sad! Death by disappearance. Uh, we then see oh, also somehow in this battle, uh, Aquaman lost his hand because <laughs> Wonder Woman's con- commenting, "For God's sake, Arthur, get to a doctor." So this led to the uh, to the handless, the hook hand uh, era of the hook hand and beard era of Aquaman. Uh, a book which Eric Larson eventually took over, which maybe will be something we'll look at at I
3: call this the Aryan Jason Momoa phase. Yeah, that's about right. They should give him a hook hand in the next Aquaman movie. That'd be badass. They'll get th- I hook well. Hands. I mean, if Zack Snyder were here, they would have already had it by now. But now they're going for like you know this PC happy MCU type DCU. So we'll probably never see the hook hand.
2: Yeah. So um, basically, we're still trying to figure out this time shit, and more weird stuff is happening. Like Captain Adam turns into an eighteen year old, and um, not only is he an eighteen year old, but like he doesn't even remember the time that he was captain adam so this is just another book they're trying to reset you mean just so you mean have... the adam maybe i mean the adam yeah 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 i do <laughs> i always get those guys confused there's the adam and there's cat so captain adam is the guy that's like all white that is like made of energy and captain adam is the one that can turn small is that right
3: no adam yeah. the adam can I mean, turn I, small
2: no, that's what i meant to say i keep calling both captain
3: adam yeah. turns small Captain and adam has mega energy yeah and then, the, and then there's yep. adam smasher who's just like oh god a, let's not a, go a big either. guy
2: okay let's not even let's pretend he doesn't exist okay like everybody else yeah
3: does. he doesn't matter much <laughs> either
2: yeah um then we go back to new york um alan scott is in the hospital and he's saying like it's not right for me to still be this young <laughs> while well, all of you have gotten and he's like "The Starman's like gotten old you can say it alan the mystical spells that slow down our aging have been removed we are old <laughs> and then come these younger kids are like dad you he's like "Yeah, and i'm fine and just exhausted david jack i want you boys to know that you what that you both mean the world to me and he hands them this thing and jack or one of them i don't know which is which says like He's like, no matter how in doubt the future, I still want that, David. I need a star man to carry things on. And the one kid, so David is the one that becomes star man. And David's like, or Jack is like, good luck, bro. I wouldn't want that gig, you fucking loser. And David's like, don't worry, dad. There will always be a star man. So again, a lot of this is meant to give us resets. And like younger versions of some of these older characters. So I'm sure I'm sure a Starman book or a Starman miniseries came out around this time, most likely.
3: So there was a Starman book, and ironically, my father is a big fan of it.
2: That's interesting.
3: Yeah, that, <laughs> that and Doctor Strange are like the two titles that he has gone out of his way to try and find at every like, you know, pawn shop antique store comic shop yeah he loves those books
2: interesting though how does one become obsessed with Starman?
3: you know the thing the thing about my father he's always been more into like obscure books that no one's ever really heard of Er, books that no one really has like a love for like he he collects a full run of the defenders from the from the from the mid-80s
2: we should have your dad on spc one episode he would probably he would probably dig it a dad maybe for father's
3: day just toss it out
2: there he got some time Lay the groundwork. He can tell me more about his love of Starman. So Maybe, maybe someday we'll do that. Uh, or maybe he can, he can become a Kirby Club patron and pay us <laughs> to produce an episode. Another idea. You know, I, try, I tried
3: that. to swindle my father one time, and then he was like, I created you. No.
2: If you're listening, Papa Remzo, who's also, his name is also Remzo.
3: Is Ironically. Right? Yeah,
2: so yeah, he could sign up for our Patreon and be like, Remzo, you can't subscribe to our own Patreon. That is just lame. This is
3: my other variant.
2: We are now in something called the Chamber of Laymen. I don't know what that is, but whatever it is, Lame. Lame. is showing up and, and he kills all the laymen. I don't know who these guys are or why they matter this is just one page and it never I, I, I never knew who these people were but they were laymen and they died i just found this so funny they're called the laymen, and they're so fucking lame and they die in one second and there seems to be no reason for this at all So someone dan jurgens just hates those laymen and wanted to make sure they got wiped out of this uh during this time crisis back to new york and extant shows up again <laughs> so again which is the version of extant is this the same one that just got taken out or not we don't really know. Um, but Xant is saying, "And uh, you know, the rest of the real world, your universe is gone." He's like, "I can't even predict where the next fissure will open." Unfortunately for you, he's like, "I'm not even doing this anymore." I don't, I, but I'm still gonna come around killing people. We didn't see Batman disappear. Batman disappears. Oh my God, Remzo, did you for any amount of time buy that Batman just died at this moment in time? This is when they. Are, this is when like I can buy when like Wildcat dies or Doctor Fate, but having. A death in quotes of Batman here to me that was just like okay I know you're not Bat- I know you're Batman not to be serious. Batman doesn't about
3: this. die.
2: Yeah, come on. Unless you're Grant Morrison and then he doesn't die. Still, he just goes back <laughs> in time. Whatever. That's neither here nor there. We'll we'll have to do that one someday too. We got a lot in our plate, rooms A lot of homework to do. So yeah, also yeah, Captain Adam is 18 years old now. No, not Captain Adam. Adam. Okay, my notes say Captain. It's just Adam is now 18 years old. Um, and then uh, at the end here. We see that uh, they're all battling Extant again, and um, Batgirl of all people kind of grabs him, jumps at him, and um, I guess like he'd been he'd been battling Kyle Rayner, so like his his powers were fading, I guess, or something, or maybe I made that up. Oh, that's later. Never mind, I made that up forget you heard that uh and and, uh we see that oliver queen is is firing up his uh arrow and he's thinking to himself gutsy kid reminds me of me no powers but still willing to take down the big guns referring to batgirl here gives me a big opening no someone blasted from him from behind i missed what and they and extant's like who dares and here comes and how much does he look like the silver surfer here he's basically the the, the yellow silver surfer wave riders back and he says and this is one wave rider you'll never kill adam says good shot rider but from here on out we have to do whatever it takes to put this guy away so he slips between like the molecule oh no this is where he gets young yeah he like tries to go inside of extant and extant's like you'll never get inside me (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> that sounds I composed, so appropriate.
2: I am composed of pure kernel energy, kernel energy that I now turn upon you, little man. So, okay, so this is how he becomes 18 again. <laughs> so yeah, uh, j- again, just, a, just an excuse to make the Adam 18 and give him a new book probably or something like that. Um and um yes, yeah, and the wave rider's like, Oh, I've halted Xtant's attempts to revert you to, to protoplasm, but not soon enough. You're just about 18 years old now, and he's like, Oh man, and he's like, I don't even know what's going on here. And um, and then they're still battling, like Superman is battling Xtant, and is like, This is the cruel crucial moment, Superman take him. And then we see a fist from out of nowhere punch Superman right in the face, and we hear a voice. We see a voice, because this is comics. You won't take anyone, old friend. You're too late, much too late. We see a shocked guy Gardner. It's him, he just clocks Superman man we see a shocked Aquaman never thought he was mixed up he was mixed up in this we see Oliver Queen with the shocking revelation he says no it's not true as you turn the page and see who is it it's Hal Jordan the thought to be dead a thought to have lost his mind and gone completely crazy and destroyed Coast City hal jordan he is revealed as the real villain the real one behind this time crisis he is he says not green lantern arrow not anymore i've taken the name parallax i've seen the universe from many directions and i know how to fix it even if it means destroying it as uh as kyle rayner looks on right between his legs actually really cool uh really cool uh, splash page there and says my god and that ends issue one <laughs> also known as the fourth issue issue one Zero Hour, Crisis in Time, Remzo are about to bring it home. But before we do, what did you think about the reveal of Hal Jordan, Parallax as the real villain behind this? Thank God it wasn't Extant. I'll say that. Yeah, this is.
3: I'm not. I'm not a big. Uh, Green Lanterns fan, as we've discussed in the, fa- in, in the past, but I'm also not really a big Hal Jordan fan. But I have to say, in terms of main DC continuity, the gray-haired Hal Jordan that leads up to him getting infected with the yellow energy from the Yellow Lantern and becoming Parallax, uh, this is probably my favorite Hal Jordan story.
2: Yeah. And that's a that's a Jeff Johns retcon, I believe, where they they basically made it like because first in this
3: story, it's like how Jordan just lost his mind. He's actually evil, like he's actually evil. But later in Green Lantern Rebirth, they show that he was actually taken over by like the embodiment right. of fear.
2: Right, like like Parallax is basically a living entity that represents fear, which is the what the Yellow Lanterns represent. Um, so in the in the Jeff Johns recon, which we'll definitely do someday, the Green Lantern rebirth, awesome story. Yeah, um, it's actually a really good recon. I mean, it it makes every it doesn't wipe any of this out. It, it recognizes it all happened, but it does sort of um,
3: it, it 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 does it gives, a really good job. It's a good original yeah. story.
2: It, it gives Hal Jordan a new life as a character because it absolves some of these crimes that he yeah. didn't really do because it wasn't really him. Which, it works for me because Hal Jordan doesn't deserve Yeah, it's shit. like if Judas I, had a
3: comeback story.
2: Yes, exactly. Judas had a comeback. <laughs> Judas Rebirth by Jeff Johns. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so... So Hal Jordan is revealed as Parallax and as uh, the, the real villain behind this. He says, I've seen the universe from many different directions, and I know how to fix it, even if it means destroying it, which sounds very villainly. The universe shouldn't be this way. It needs to be set right. And Green and Ky- Kyle's like, oh, my God, it's Hal Jordan. He's the guy who was Green Lantern before me. And Wave Rider's like, we are lost. We must act quickly. This guy's fucking badass. And Oliver's just like, Hal, tell me you aren't the one who did this. This isn't like you. You're a good man. You're a hero. Hal says that's exactly why i did this oliver no one is going to stop me beat it kid and he snaps them all out and they're just all gone and hal says it's over your time is over all time is over this is zero hour it's gone so wrong all these people Coast City, the universe needs a protector, a real guardian to right these wrongs. I believe the Guardians died in this whole process when Hal lost his mind, right? Something like that? He killed the Guardians?
3: He he not only killed all the Guardians, but he also killed all the members of the Green Lantern Corps, including Kilowog.
2: Yeah, so at, at this point, there's no Green Lantern Corps, there's no Guardians, there's just Kyle Rayner. He's like the only Green Lantern. now. And now if Alan Scott retires, he's really the only Green Lantern that exists. Uh, so Hal's like, the universe needs a real guardian to right these wrongs. The universe needs me. Time for a new start, a clean state, a remade universe, my universe who knows maybe one universe one world won't be enough so how's t's and then i really like this i mean it's like a lame excuse to use a few pages but there's let's see how many is it he like fades into white and then there's one two three four four pages of white before we get narration again he says i used to be the errand boy for the garden but this is showing like the the end of the universe and his recreating the universe so how jordan is basically recreating the universe from scratch Yay, we can change things in continuity that we want now. Uh, I used to be the errand boy for the Guardians of the Universe. It was a thankless job. I knew that. I had never asked for anything. The one time I did, I was denied. It dawned on me then just how unfair this universe really was. How much in need of a makeover. But now it's gone. As are the Guardians. I say we need a new start. A fresh beginning. Done right. I tried this before, you know. (laughs) But I was limiting myself when I tried to remake Coast City fixing one city who's he talking to by the way fixing one city doesn't help when the whole world the whole universe is messed up this is my blank page for creation my chance to remake everything the way it should be i feel like this is dan jurgens is talking now he's like this is my chance to make continuity exactly what i think it should be and then we see how jordan i guess everybody's alive he says you should appreciate the opportunity to see this so yeah, how jordan is basically a god now And he basically kept some of these heroes and extant around to watch him do this. And Batman's like, Guy, is Green Lantern really powerful enough to do this? Is he crazy enough to destroy all of existence just to create a new reality? And Guy never answers, so I guess he has no idea. Oh, no, because because Halanch she's like, first of all, don't call me Green Lantern, bitch. It's Parallax now. And I'm not crazy at all. I'm the same man. I always was, which is why I have the courage to make things right. You see, as superheroes, we were usually so focused on solving the day to day problems that we almost missed the bigger ones, like the destruction of Coast City and even the crisis. So he knows about the crisis.
3: Man, he's like the friend who discovers veganism and won't shut up about it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like you discover the crisis. Uh, It would be hard if I discovered a time crisis and multiple parallel Earths merging on each other. I would probably have a hard time shutting up about it too. But, but, you know, so in fairness to Hal. Uh, But yeah, Hal's just basically just going on his rant about how he's going to do it right, blah, blah, blah. And Guy's like, listen up, Jordan. You kicked my butt good a couple months ago. But if you think I'm going to let you get away with this, (laughs) like he's going to do anything. I mean, I love Guy, but come on, man, you're not going to do anything with this. He's like, how could you work with a sleaze, like nice 90s word, a sleaze like extant, Jordan? Is he the guy who gave you the muscle to pull this off? And he's like, no, extant thinks I'm right. As should you. I thought Extant didn't know about this until whatever. Um, He's like, oh, yeah, give me one good reason. He's like, I've already told you, Gardner. Coast City has only one small and was only one small indicator of a much greater problem. The solutions are new worlds, new galaxies. Guy's like, are you serious? You can create life and now guy's pretty interested he's like okay that sounds pretty cool it's like watch me all these fledgling glob- globules of plasma energy will soon solidify and become planets he's just creating planets here he's like i'm controlling enough coronal energy to do anything i want and the guardians themselves. The guardians themselves gave me the knowledge to recreate the universe it all started now we get a little flashback it all started one after our last fight gardener so this is where we see how this happened a desire to turn back the clock once I was aware of that I knew how to refocus my energies I took some doing but I eventually slipped, slipped into the time stream itself discovered discovered something strange there too. energy anomalies residue from the crisis when we all fought the anti monitor I managed to so this is basically how we got this powerful I managed to absorb some of that energy and eventually made this is all they do absorb energy and become powerful and uh and and eventually made my way to the end of time where entropy exists the greatest destructive force conceivable you see beginning and end of time are linked in essence a perpetual loop all i had to do was tighten that loop and everything in between would cease to exist and i was like but you died wave rider told us you died in the future he says that was a younger version of me idiot one i made sure was safely back in his proper time when the rifts open We then head back to Vanishing Point, which is where all the heroes and Wave Rider have now uh, gathered themselves to try to deal with all this shit. And Wave Rider says, oh, it's not really clear how Wave Rider came back. I don't think they really ever talk about that, but whatever. If we're here, if we're to stop him, we must act quickly. Uh, And Hawkman's like, somebody better tell me what's going on right now. Like he just showed back up and is a regular Hawkman again. So like, yeah, because weird time things are happening um and uh you know greenland's like weird i remember watching new york vanish next thing i know i'm standing i'm standing here on a star trek set so they don't even remember like how they got here wave rider just blinked them away yeah as he says before Palex could erase the last vestiges of time i used my powers to move between milliseconds of what remained to collect those who would be needed uh so only if you're one of wave riders like chosen special ones do you get to go th- get through so apparently the ones that were needed include the following captain adam not the adam captain adam hawkman because he's got to be involved in this shit superman green lantern the ray donna troy wonder girl green arrow and damage let's try this remsa what can you tell me about damage
3: it depends only on the one
2: <laughs> this is the only one i even is he I don't is know he, he the
3: son of 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 adam smasher
2: <laughs> dude i don't
3: I know, don't know. <laughs> i don't know
2: we've gone beyond my my level of knowledge at this point anyway he's a kid here he's a young kid named damage i think he was from another universe or something because they didn't really know he's like introducing himself he's like my name's damage um since i don't really know you guys i was wondering do you get did you get me by mistake or what here i just kind of like the use of this character and ray is like take it from me but if you're here there's a reason because i trust this wave rider guy that i met five minutes ago um Uh, so basically they come up with this whole plan and it does involve all of them uh he's like you know uh wave riders like at the very moment that parallax is recreating all of existence according to his he says at this very moment parallax is recreating all of existence according to his agenda i propose we do the same so now wave rider is going to have them remake the world by their agenda which makes me think is this really any better? (laughs) Like, Ah! like they're, they're mad that Hal's recreating the universe, but they're going to, so as long as they recreated in their image, it's fine. But whatever he was, they're doing the same shit. Now, in fairness, they're not the ones that, that ended the universe to recreate it. So, okay. But I don't know. doesn't seem that much better anyway even superman questions this he says recreate the universe can we do that and and this is when the adam not captain adam says don't look at me i have no idea what's going on <laughs> he's like what am i doing here anyway and the wave writer's like oh despite adam's regression of intellect we still have complete knowledge of time um so like adam's just there i guess for a reason but he doesn't remember he doesn't even like know have the knowledge of being this scientist and being the atom and all that stuff so it's kind of interesting how they did that tough break meanwhile this other crew uh that didn't get uh, zapped away by wave rider is floating around with hal jordan as he just recreates the universe and they're just yeah they're just he's just creating worlds forming planets creating all sorts of shit and hal's like look you'll have your gotham city your alpha you know he's he's convincing certain characters like batgirl is like well, if things go back to the way they were, like I, I won't exist. Like I have a life, I have feelings and memories. I'm as real as any of you. I just want to live. And Hal's like, well, you will. You'll have your Gotham City and Alpha Centurion will have its metropolis. In my universe, everything will be as it should. Everybody wins. So he's he's proposing a multiverse, actually, because he even says, hey, maybe we give the, the JLA its own universe so they can just go live there and be old and not bother us. <laughs> he literally he does. He doesn't say not bother us, but he does say like so they can go live there and be old, which is hilarious. like a retirement home. is <laughs> like, like this earthly retirement home that he wants to make for them. then uh, suddenly... He is hit by a blast and a coronal energy blast as he quickly realizes a coronal energy blast that could only mean dun, 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 And it's wave rider and friends are coming at him. and that is shocked wave rider. You're alive. And, and Hal's like, why, why would you want to stop me? And um, Superman's like, because you've set yourself up as a God, Hal. and we are the ones that are going to be the gods and remake the universe. Not you. You've killed billions says no i'm giving life to even more can't you see it that i'm right that things are going to get better and they just all go after him. the ray wonder uh, wonder girl um, they're all shooting all their full power at parallax now and give it really giving it to him and um some of these characters are like what what do we do whose side whose side are we going to take and guys like look all i know triumph who the fuck is triumph by the way he's one of those lame somebody all I know, Triumph, is that Extant twisted my guts out recently. There's no way the two of us can be on the same side. So Gardner goes back after Extant, and he he's, he's finally getting in some getting some shots in on Extant. And Jordan and Hal's like, Jordan's ideas might sound good. It's like he has like this is like how some people describe communism. Jordan's ideas might sound good, but on paper, but if he's giving you a world to rule, <laughs> then then I can We're gonna leave that there. We don't want any more reviews. Then I can't side with. Oof! And he gets taken out by Extant because in the end, Guy's just not that tough. As much as I hate to admit it. Yeah. um and uh, Hal house says i wish you could embrace what i'm offering how about a krypton that never blew up superman wouldn't you like to regain lost time captain adam <laughs> it's like because you just turned 18 they say you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs so i had to race all of existence to build it and to build a new and far better reality in the end it will be a paradise a new age i'm really sorry you won't join me but it's time to end this and we hear from off screen foul murderer and then we see the Spectre. Yes, Spectre has decided to intervene now that he knows there is a mortal hand playing a role in this. He says, the blood of your victim screams for vengeance. Let justice shackle you as he keeps, he has Extant and Hal Jordan wrapped in cosmic chains. Green Arrow says, yells, Corrigan, no, don't kill him. Even though he's not Corrigan anymore. And Wave Rider's like, oh, thank God. i was so sick of dealing with this shit. And, and Spectre's way more powerful than me. And meanwhile, this damaged guy is like, "Uh, he's on our side, right? And so now Extant, or not Extant, um hal jordan extant never married mattered never will again extant not extant damn it i'm in a loop i'm in a time loop remzo um parallax and and uh specter are now battling each other cosmically and uh you know green lantern green lantern parallax like i'm not impressed specter you want big i can do this and he becomes like big like a god too uh so they're all fighting they're doing a having a cosmic battle but now there's like teams because like so like um Superman is fighting Alpha Centurion because Alpha Centurion doesn't exist in the other timeline and he only exists in this one. So he's like, I won't let you stop me from having my city, my friends back. So there are some that have now sided with Parallax because they like this idea of having their own universes that might not exist if they if they converge, uh, you know, the timeline back to the way it was or something like that. Um, Green Arrow is coming after Hal, and she, he gets tackled by Batgirl. He's like, Parallax is our only chance to live, and the universe is the only chance to exist again. And Green Arrow says, that's crap, Batgirl. We can't trust the fate of the entire universe of these fucking psychos. There must be a way to, re- to, ins- to restore the natural order of things. Meanwhile, Spectre is going balls out against, in, against uh, Parallax, really giving it to him. He's like, you've condemned an infinite number of souls to death. It's not up to you to choose who lives and dies. Meanwhile, uh, Parallax is just Fucking up everybody else coming at him, Hawkman. He blasts Hawkman away, and um, the things are getting real here. But they're really giving it to Hal Jordan. And then we did get a moment where Batgirl and uh, Green Arrow are are talking here, and Green Arrow's like, "Look, kid, I really admire your spunk. In fact, you remind me of me once upon a time." But Hal thinks he's a god, and he's not. What makes you so sure you're right? Says Batgirl. Look, I just, I, I just stop, Crooks. all right I, Most of the time, I don't know anything about this stuff. This is so beyond me. But Parallax is offering a chance to start over, a new life, a new way. Then Green Arrow, Oliver Queen says, but it's not his choice to make. My God, it's true. Absolute power does corrupt absolutely. And we see a flashback to you know, um, Oliver and Hal being buddies. They were like best friends. He says he's the closest thing to a brother I ever had, but I can't let him do this. Meanwhile, they're battling. Um, they're still battling, throwing all their, all they have at Parallax. He's he's trying to battle with Spectre while all these heroes are hitting him. So he's actually finally starting to take some hits here. And Kyle gets the one in on him. He says, stop this. I, you are a hero, a Green Lantern. The Spectre's sacrifice has weakened us given time. So he takes out the Spectre, sort of. I mean, the Spectre's never really dead, of course. Um, but he's he, has, he is now in a weakened state. So now wave, wave Riders, all right, it's time to do this thing. This is very... I think they did the exact same thing in Crisis with Dr. Light. So now superman captain adam wonder girl and the ray all blast all their power at wave rider and he filters it through them into damage and then damage is going to blast it at parallax which is why they needed damage whatever okay uh same exact thing they did with dr light basically to uh to uh, one of the five times they defeated uh anti-monitor at the end of crisis and how's like i know what you do up to wave rider this kid won't stop me and, uh, and Kyle's like what and and and, and um, Green Arrow's like Hal no don't do it he's about to kill this kid damage and Batgirl's like I can't stand here while he kills his kid we have to give him a chance to move and Batgirl just plunks Hal who has like a godlike powers it gets plunked in the head with his batarang which is enough to distract him um, while Kyle grabs him from behind and says alright looks like you're losing your charge and uh, Hal then headbutts uh, Hal from the back and knocks Hal off him while they then blast him damage then blast. Blast, Hal Jordan uh, with all this energy that he took from everybody. He's like, and he's, he he gives him this blast. And then Hal says the specter called me a hypocrite, but you're no different than me creating your own universe. Sorry, damage. My way is right. Batgirl girl looks out in horror and says, no, this is wrong. And she jumps in front of H- damage as Hal goes to kill him. And, and back girl once again, well, not once again, because she wasn't dead in the content in the main continuity. She was paralyzed. Now, Batgirl dies uh sacrifices herself to save damage and to allow hal jordan to die minutes after she was on his side but i guess uh, uh oliver king was very persuasive uh then oliver just is very distraught he sees her dying and grabs her and he's just he can't believe what's happened and um and then ha- um, kyle kyle is saying like he's distracted his power is almost gone this is our chance green arrow says no and he's he's pissed he's pissed now that he saw him kill kill Batgirl. girl he takes out an arrow how says oliver green arrow says Hal and then Kyle grabs Hal from behind, and Hal, who is now basically a human, he has been drained of most of his power. Hal gets struck right in the heart with an arrow, because he's powerless now. He's just a human, and it and it this arrow kills Green Lantern, kills Parallax, kills Hal Jordan, and this does end our crisis, but not our event, because we still have a world to redo. Luckily, the Spectre is still alive. He's here. He says, "Justice is satisfied. Only one task remains." And then this damage guy is like, what is going on here? This guy is pumping more energy into me. I'm getting bigger. Can't hold it in. Cutting loose. Boom. Ground zero. Do you realize what just happened here, Remzo? This is what happened. They pumped all their energy into damage and they were going to blast hal jordan with it they never did because they ended up um killing him with green arrow ended up killing him instead so the specter took damage and with all that power blew up damage blew up and created the big bang which creates our new universe so remember this remember this in science class kids when they ask you about
3: the big why bang. did they need to reset this continuity again didn't didn't crisis just just do that like six years prior you mean editorially or or i think it's been like seven
2: years seven years like, like that's that. 94 <sighs> okay yeah, i mean I, I can't speak editorially why they need to do that but in the storyline they need to do it because because hal jordan destroyed everything so they had to reset something um so yeah basically we get the same thing again as we've seen in many events time and the universe are born as one 50 billion years ago there is only one blinding light blah 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 blah. all this time happens and history takes place and um you know wave rider kind of tries to explain what's happening he's like because he still has his group of heroes with him he's like oh we exist trapped outside the time stream unable to re-enter its flow he's like i I thought we were and ray's like i thought we were dead he's like no no it's good as damage expended the last of his energy i moved us outside the plane of creation this is kind of like how alexander luther saved like superman and superboy and lois at the end of uh crisis he's like uh you know uh we we have now become the anomaly i moved us outside the plan of creation uh he's like what about green lantern and Hal? they're like yeah the kid was with jordan oh so so kyle's with jordan when everything went nuts so kyle's fate is up in the air at this moment because right now wave rider says the big bang blew them too far away i'm unable to find them so this is a little mystery that i think does get explored later in the green lantern might mythos if you will because eventually this this hal jordan becomes a specter right something like that like how jordan becomes a specter
3: um, immediately after that because jordan okay. is still tied to the fate of the universe so by specter choosing how jordan to be his human host that's his way of basically making amends for all the lives he took prior to this event gotcha so basically wave Rider
2: explains that they have to re-enter the time stream at the exact right moment to merge with their other versions that now exist in this time stream what so yeah that's, that's what happens there and, um, like, um, green arrow goes to like the prehistoric times to, to is carrying, um, Batgirl's body and she just disappears. He's like, man, you never even got the funeral you deserved." right? She's right. She's disappearing. He's like, you went, you may not have existed Batgirl. Cause she doesn't even exist in this timeline at all now. Uh, but you won't be forgotten. And yeah, we basically just see the timeline reforming, um, we don't really get, I don't think they gave us details like they do in some of the other crisis events. They don't really tell us. Oh, and then Guy Gardner appears as this in this to- he's like, Where'd my armor go? And he has his like face paint and this totally different outfit and is just another guy. So in this timeline, this is what Guy Gardner becomes. And when they hop in back into the body at the certain point in time, then he is this new version of Guy Gardner. Whatever. Um, uh, so that's that's I think this is the biggest change to come out of this. Um also Power Girl had a baby, so that's nice. Um, I don't know what if this baby matters at all, but here we go. And it doesn't. And then at the end here he doesn't and we see hal jordan and uh, hal jordan we see green arrow is just pissed off he goes he breaks the statue and he does a he does a darth vader no to really to really let it all out as he mourns the loss of his friend hal jordan uh we then also see um now, Wave Rider's back with the Linear men at vanishing point. He's watching things. We also see uh, a shadowy figure who is the time trapper watching over things as well. And that is the end of this. At the time, the time trapper is the last fucking panel of this thing. A guy who didn't seem to matter at all. Just appeared a couple times. And then at the end of this, the end of this after the story is when we actually get like this whole timeline that shows the new timeline of of the dcu so i'm not going to go through the whole thing but you know some of the the big events like they they do make neil game and sam a part of this they still have it's funny because they do like they have a specific times at one point they have like 1938 the gold of the golden age of heroes begins but then at some point it stops being years and it starts being ago so it's like 10 years ago the new heroic age began and that's when superman showed up and blah 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 um and yeah so in this continuity today under today the death of superman happened uh they show bane so the baking of batman's back uh asriel they're they're just reminding us because i think in in this all stuff all happened in 93 92 93 this is in 94 so they're telling you like this stuff still happened don't worry the these major events that literally just occurred still happened we're just redoing some of the other history and making it so I guess, now, I guess Batgirl doesn't exist in this version of continuity. That, of course, will change as well. Um, I don't know if it's here, if it's before this, or in Infinite Crisis. But by the time we do Infinite Crisis, a bunch more of this stuff changes again. But that does wrap it up for Zero Hour, even though it definitely felt like it took more than zero hours to go through this thing. But, Remzo, we will start with your review. Man, I did not like this book. <laughs> wow, this was almost two-hour show we did.
3: I'm going to give the, the art a 2.5. I'm going to give the story a 2.5. Like it's it's all over the place. It's too overly complicated. I don't think it serves new fans as much as it serves, um, you know, longtime readers. And uh, it, it's just like in in the legacy of crisis events. I think it's starting to be seen over time that it really serves as nothing as a a footnote in terms of Hal Jordan's overall story and Hal Jordan isn't even necessarily the most important part until the last couple issues. So I'm, you know, it's, it's one of those things to know about. I would not recommend anyone go through and read all of this because so many of these plot points really dissipate into nowhere, like many events, but like, A few things usually matter long term, even going back to Crisis on Infinite Earths. But nothing out of zero hour really does other than set up a 15 year, um, you know, something uh, Hal Jordan comeback. So I'm I'm giving it a two point five for story for total score of five out of ten. Wow, 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 wow. All right. Oh, this all this is also the basis for my least favorite show, uh, Legends of Tomorrow with uh with, with with this whole process like Rip Hunter and Wave Rider who's a ship in the show and all this other stuff like this is basically what gives birth to Legends of Tomorrow which I freaking hate
2: okay well it's it's not often i feel like our scores lately anyway have been not too far off and like i'm not gonna say this is a great score a great story or it's, it's definitely no crisis and there's definitely a lot of bullshit and nonsense in here and like you said first of all i hate the stupid numbering thing that was just fucking dumb I mean, it's so yeah. confusing and so retarded even just trying to recap it they it don't just,
3: even put this it, in trade back anymore now, and maybe this is
2: why nobody talks about it, but I can't give it the, the quite the low score, the fuck you five, if you will, a nod to our friends at Weird Science uh, that yeah, you've given it here. I, I did find myself, even as I recap it to you and it sounds ridiculous, I had fun reading it, though. I, like, I'll, I'll say that. Like, I did have fun reading it. Now, I, I, d- I can't really disagree with your criticisms fully. I just don't. I'm just not gonna punish punish as much for those criticisms, even though I I pretty much agree with you, because I had fun reading this. I did. I would, and and to me, like a five is is not even Sunday read. And I would give, I would, I think this is a fun read. I think it's something people should read. So I can't give it as low a score as you do, but I can't give it an amazing score. So I'm gonna give the writing a three point five. Um, that might that might seem very high for you, but it's not that much higher than you than you did. I think it's just one one total. Uh, the writing a three point five, and I'm gonna give the art. The art was not special it was slightly better than average. Why don't we call the art a three? I'm going to give us a 6.5, which for me was somewhere around the... The Sunday read category I would still I would recommend reading this be only because it is a DC historical crisis event and maybe it's just because it was not that great and maybe because it didn't affect continuity that much that it kind of gets forgotten about but it is a crisis event and it is one of them and it is historical in that sense even if it's the least heralded probably for good reason one but it also does introduce uh, parallax uh, introduce how Jordan as parallax uh, so it's definitely you know important and and I will say like even though I, th- I thought a lot of bullshit like there's a lot of bullshit with X stand and him absorbing the way wave rider and like i'm Tr- and- trying
3: to make hot cool like hawk and dove have yeah, never been work. cool like that's just no. it. even in the titan show where they're cooler they're still not cool
2: yeah definitely cooler in the titan show than anywhere definitely cooler than here yeah. so like I, I i won't say it's an amazing story but i will say like the last that last issue i it really picked up the score for me for everything
3: Th- this felt like this could have been a justice league tie-in Like this could this. I don't think this needed to be its own thing This seemed like a story that could just exist in another book and maybe focused on less characters. But they also at the time, they didn't build it as a giant event. They kind of just build it as, oh, things are going to change. And then afterwards it was like, okay we made all these changes. By the way, we did the zero hour book.
2: Yeah, I think the issue is like when you're when you're changing continuity, it's hard to keep that in just one title. You know, you have to kind of make it its own thing and tell everybody like we're we made these universe uh universe reaching changes but the changes here i think at the end are relatively minor like like guy gardner has a new costume i guess batgirl non-existing would be like the biggest one um but anyway i, I enjoyed it and to me it might have been a five if it were it not for the reveal of hal jordan and that whole last issue because i really did enjoy the battle i enjoyed hal jordan like kind of becoming his own god i enjoyed the moments with oliver queen i enjoyed oliver queen being the one to strike the final blow um so there's like a lot of elements of that last issue that that's the one i enjoyed the most and I that that's where we get to that's where we pick things up, so that that raised the whole thing to me. So, were it not for the last issue, if like extant was just the villain this whole time, I'd probably be a lot closer to your score. But that real that one really was enjoyable to me. And I even with the dumb parts, and the, the I, I did have fun reading this, like I kind of laughed out loud when Wave Rider was actually extant and then extant absorbed Wave Rider, and then extant absorbed like-
3: extant. It's like Freddy from Scooby Doo constantly pulling him the same mask off of somebody,
2: yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, so but so still i mean this is not a great score 6.5 it's just it's just better than yours but it's probably the farthest apart we've been in a while
3: yeah that brings us to a total score of 11.5 which is you know if, Not if you want to if you want to put this on your recommended breeding list, maybe don't put it near the top or the middle. Indeed.
2: Well, Remzo, uh, like I said, we have, this feels like we're almost on two hours now. We, we, we had gotten most of our episodes down to like the hour, 90 minute range. But
3: it, I literally pissed in the bottle and you didn't even notice. I'm just going
2: to let myself wonder if that's true and not solve it on this episode. Please, so if the you want to make sure that Remzo has, has better facilities to pee in than a bottle, um, please do head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash second And we've just been pumping out the content lately. Uh, Dan Smontz and I finally gathered ourselves back together for a giant book of Boba Fett recap show. We will be doing a huge finale show for our patrons at the end of this week. Also, Remzo has been recapping uh, peacemaker shows. So we are keeping you up to date on all the podcasts culture goodness coming out there on the second print patreon as well as bonus shows like what mark missed where i've most recently been going through ultimate fantastic four much to uh ramzo's delight so tons of content there ramzo
3: any last words be awesome be excellent and remember when all else fails read comics and change the, change world. the world good night america adios